When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Spiced Chaos. It's time for your regular Monday episode. That's right. We are here. We are ready. I am just waking up, and I think Leanne is just waking up too. So we're gonna we're gonna start our day. Uh, yeah, it's kind of funny because um, Caitlin got up super super early this morning to do our recording today. And, you know, she's on the West Coast and I'm on the East Coast. So you would think that I would have been up for hours. Um, <laughs> but my alarm clock went off this morning and I was like, Mm-mm, nope, nah, I'm not doing that oh, today. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I ended up sleeping until about 20 minutes before time to do this recording. So we've had um, the same amount of awake time today and um but we got it we got it we're gonna be fine um gonna it is great. saturday yeah it's saturday morning and uh we have the most amazing guest ever today um i really really admire this woman she is she's pretty fantastic she the first time that i ever encountered her um was when i was on vacation um this summer i was sitting in my parents little beach condo and I was at the Aaron Condren affiliates town hall meeting and she was there and she was talking and I was like oh my gosh I really like her kind of like when I saw Elaine Michelle for the first time so all of those people that were yeah (laughs) so all of those people that were there that I was like oh my gosh I'm just gonna I'm gonna collect them and make them my own (laughs) oh my gosh yeah I love that gotta catch them all gotta catch them all (laughs) Yes, all of our friends. (laughs) Um, But anyway, yeah, we're super excited to have her on the show. And Caitlin, um, did you know her before before this, or I I think I followed her page shortly after um, some of the controversies started to pop up in the EC community, um, because I just loved like her dance and I just loved like how calm her presentations were there was I mean of course it was emotional and and that kind of thing but it was very I want to it's not like the word sensible really covers it but it was like it wasn't I don't I don't know it just felt very like like I could really listen to what she was saying because it was like almost a peaceful message if that makes sense yes okay I love that I love how you put that um, so today we have Saray Plans on the show, yeah. and we are really, really thrilled that she's here, and she is a calm, sensible presence, I feel like, in the community, um, and totally. maybe she doesn't, um, maybe she doesn't characterize, maybe that's not how she sees herself, I don't know, we're going to find out today, mm-hmm. um, this is the first time that we've ever actually spoken to her, yeah. um, I mean, well, we've talked to her in the DMs, let's not, mm-hmm. I mean, this is, we didn't just call her out of the blue and now she's <laughs> surprised on the show, right? but um, <laughs> she does know that she's on our show, um, <laughs> but, you know, I just, I think that um, 
that there's there's a lot of times that I think that the community kind of needs that. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, we're really happy to have her here. So, so um, Saray, are you there? Hello. I am. <laughs> Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Thank you Good morning. So much for having me. And I have to tell you that introduction was like you all had me blushing over here. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> You're all too sweet. <laughs> well, do you think we got it right? I mean, do you do you agree with any do you feel like that you I mean, we we Caitlin was was saying that you were kind of sensible. I mean, do you feel or like peaceful, that that's correct? Yeah, yeah peaceful. Yeah, I I do. I do. Uh, As far as like my the perception of my presence in social media, I'm not sure just because I don't know. It's it's been it's been quite the journey for sure. But I felt and I feel before I respond to anything, I always like to take my time and really try to assess the situation, really how I feel. And I don't want to act on emotion because oftentimes is when we maybe say, say things that we would regret or maybe we don't truly feel that way. So I felt that that was my process with the whole situation that was happening. And I still feel the same way. So it means that I've made the right decision. Good. That's awesome. I love that. I love that yeah. so much. I feel like I do the same. Um, I, I know that I've typed out some some stories and then I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> we just need to pump the brakes a minute. And then because I am kind of an emotional person and I tend to like share a lot of my feelings, but there have been times where I'm like, okay, well, we need to we need to just assess this a little bit more before we move forward. Sure. Yeah, yeah I know. Caitlin sometimes will send me a screenshot of something that she's gonna like put in her story and then she's like I don't think I should say this yeah no (laughs) No, probably not oh well at least you have somebody that could you know help you make sure that you're not you know maybe (laughs) jumping too quickly into something that you might regret later so we all need a little bit of that break (laughs) she is not my yes man she is my helpful hand (laughs) I think we we kind of balance each other that way because I think there have been some times where she's like I think I'll post this and I'm like I don't think you should do that (laughs) (laughs) but there's also times there's also times where she'll text me and it's too late (laughs) I'm like I've already posted Posted this. Recall, recall. Yes. Take it down. Take it down. There are there are times so it's like I couldn't help it. I had to go. I had to go there, and then <laughs> I, I just I have to like just go to her stories and look, and I'm just like, okay, well, you did it already, so there's yeah. nothing we can do now. It's out there, right? So um, that's usually but, yeah. like a week or two before Aunt Flo shows up, where I just like have zero control mm. over my emotions. Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> so well, relatable. Um, so Saray, will you take a couple of minutes, um, or 15 minutes if you want, just, you know what, it's your show. Um, you are our guest host today, so you can take as long as you want and tell everybody, um, you know what, let's, you know what, let's stop. Um, because we didn't even do this. Um, you know what, you guys, your co-host on the Northwest coast is Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. We don't, you know, if this is the first time you've ever listened to us, you don't even know who we are. 
Um, so over there is Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. <laughs> Hi. And over there is Leanne from Spice Plans. Yes. And our guest host today is Saray Plans. And um, yeah, this is this episode is all over the place already today. So, you know, in just true Spice Chaos fashion, we are um, we're creating in chaos over here right now. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> we are. Um, so anyway, Saray, will you tell us a little bit about where we can find you all over the interwebs? and all over social media and then take a few minutes and just tell us like about your personal life a little bit you know your family dynamics like kind of just that kind of stuff like just just tell us about you yeah yeah absolutely so uh shameless plug on my interwebs connections uh those are you can find me mainly on instagram at saray underscore plans that's s-a-r-a-y underscore plans and I'm also on YouTube, so I've been making some videos there. Uh, by my channel's name is Saray Bailey, so that's my full name. I never got around to changing it, but Saray Bailey on YouTube. And you can also find me on Facebook. I do have a private Facebook group there, but you know you're welcome to join. It is Saray Plants, and I also have a little Etsy shop uh, that I operate on and off here and there with just some things that I've I've been. Uh, not able to find uh, in the planner community that I found helpful for me, especially when it comes to budgeting. Uh, and that is Saray Plans on Etsy. So that's where you can find all of my uh, little corners of the web that I like to claim. And as far as personally, so uh, my husband and I live in southern New Hampshire, so right in the border of Massachusetts. So I'm originally from Cuba. I moved to the United States when I was about 10 years old back in 1997. You do the math. I won't tell you. <laughs> so I um, wow. <laughs> so Cuba, I, uh, that's amazing. I, yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, definitely miss it sometimes, but now I've yeah. spent most of my life here in the US. So really the US is its home, but that's the motherland. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. of course. Well, I mean, okay, so correct me if I'm wrong here, but you can go there now. Uh yes, uh to a certain degree, I think. I it's it's changed with the different administrations. Yes. Uh but uh I think you it's been easier now to travel there. So for okay, sure. Okay, that's that's what I thought. Like I knew that there were some times that there was like a you couldn't you couldn't go there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um but I feel like what wasn't it with Obama that that was lifted and now you can go there? It's easier or is that right? Am I Exactly. Yeah, yep, that's exactly right. You're up to date with everything. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. I can't well believe I knew that. Like I know, yeah. And even like Obama <laughs> went there too, and there was this big to do, and it was great. It was uh, it was a pretty proud moment to to see that happening while it was I know. Out. Yes, I remember feeling like that was a big deal. Um, yeah, it yeah. Certainly so was. that's that's cool. That's really cool. So have you been back? I have, yeah. So I've we've, we've lived here since 1997, and I went back a few times with my with my mom and my grandparents because the four of us were the ones that had moved here. And then after I got married, I took my husband uh, at the time. Uh, you know, my, my same husband. It's not like I had a different husband. <laughs> Let me clarify that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, but I know that didn't sound right when. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a couple. Look, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, 
<laughs> I know. Oh whenever my, so my whenever my kids are acting up, I'm like, those are my first husband's children. <laughs> and I'm still married to the same husband. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Here's my awkwardness coming now. Showing different colors. We we have a few. We got it. Oh my gosh. We are that's nothing so if not funny. the most awkward people on the planet. Right. So... I know. People always talk about meeting us in person and we're like, just lower those expectations. Yes. Lower, lower yes. Down. Oh, my God, yes. Um, So, yeah, so we went there, and he loved it. He had never been before, and he used the way that he described it was, like, it's, it's like, going back in time. Yes, that's what I heard. Yeah, and even when we went when we went in 2014, I mean, like now there is like more internet, I guess. But at the time, it was like nothing. It was really hard to. There was no internet parks. That's what they call it. Like very few people have actual internet in their home. So if you wanted to connect, get on Facebook, you go to a park or you go to a designated area where they host uh, people to be able to do that. Um, and so we were off grid for like two weeks and it was amazing in a way to to be unplugged for so long yeah I bet yeah so it's pretty cool okay so and how long have you guys been married yeah so we've been oh uh we've been married for oh gosh (laughs) who knows this stuff (laughs) Right. Any, anymore <laughs> when you've been married this long. Uh, well, it's not that long. Yeah, but uh, that we're going to go into eight years this year, if I'm wow. not mistaken. Yeah, eight years. Uh, but together, we've been together for 16 years. So wow. I guess that's why. Oh, that's cool. Okay. That's, that's awesome. So, so that was a great vacation, great time off. And I think that was probably the last vacation we actually took, uh, officially. I mean, we've been, we've gone on vacation here and there, but, uh, I really, we're really overdue for, for a one. So that was uh, our trip there. And, uh, we both, my husband's originally from Massachusetts, from Plymouth, like the Cape Cod area. And I lived in Boston growing up. So I went to school in Boston and most of my life I spent there until we uh, bought a condo a couple of years ago in Southern New Hampshire. So it's this big development that they're doing here. And we're really excited because, you know, they're building everything. There's supposed to be like a bunch of restaurants. It's, it's kind of like its own little city that they're building in a couple of years time span. And watching every brick go up is kind of a, it's a little painful, but we're excited uh, for next year for things to start opening up. And uh, especially like working from we both work from home now because of uh, COVID and, and he has worked from home for the past 10 years. And I recently started full time working from home and who knows when I'm ever going back to the office. So we're looking forward to having things that are closed that we don't have to get in a car and drive to. Like we already have a movie theater that we can walk to and some stores and things like that, but just having more of that city environment without actually being in the city. So I'm really excited about that. That's exciting. I love Boston. I've been there a few times. It's a great town. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was, I was driving the other day and I'm like, I know there's beautiful places out there and you're a little biased, but I'm like, I love New England. It's just so, it's just so great. I, I, I find yes. it hard to think of living anywhere else, even though we've probably thought about it just because my husband's job and um, he's in the technology field and mm-hmm. uh, New Hampshire is not known for technology necessarily. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're still close to Boston, so which is, you know, pretty close. Yeah, <clears throat> Absolutely. I feel the same way as about the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. We're all a little biased. It's so weird. Yeah. Because that's one of the places in the United States that I have never been. 
Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I've never been up there. Well, um, okay. So Girls trip. I know because, um, I have been, I mean, I've been all over the country. Um, I, I am definitely a traveler. I love to, to go and see and be all over. I've, I've seen most of our country and I have never been any further up North than like New York. And I I don't know the geography of the country of that way. And I don't know, like, I I just, yeah, I haven't been, I haven't been up there and I've never been. It's remind me again, is New York higher up than Boston or is it lower? Yeah. It's lower. Yeah. It's, it's close like that long Island or like not that long Island, like that Island shape part of New York. Yeah. Uh, It's, close to like I think Rhode Island um okay so but it's still lower yeah but okay. it's about four four hour drive from Boston oh okay okay so, well that's not bad oh wow that's <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of cool so it's like it's almost like from okay so it takes me like three and a half hours to get from my home to the North Carolina coast like when we go to the beach so if you wanted to go to New York, you could drive there. Like if you wanted to go, that that's kind of cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. we've done the trip a few times. Uh, yeah, I've gone uh, to New York uh, quite a few times actually because of work, but uh, usually because work is paying, uh, I'll fly out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little well, totally. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, well, that would that would be a kind of a fun like little day trip though. Like if you yeah. if you wanted to make a day trip of it, you could. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's one of those areas that I've never been, and I would I would love to go. Um, just oh, because there's so to. much, it's so historic up there. There is yeah. so much stuff yeah. in Boston that is so, um, like in that New England area, that is like there's so much history up there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, it sounds, um, it sounds. Let me just say, it sounds like a lovely life. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> doesn't it? And I, I try yeah, a little and, stressful sometimes, but <laughs> well, of course, um, you know the way we could all. I feel, I feel like that, you know, Caitlin could actually describe her life and anyone could say, well, it sounds like a lovely life. Like we could all describe our lives <laughs> yeah. and it would sound like that. But, you know, of course we all have our stresses and the things that, because like you said, um, you have no idea when you're going to get to go back in the office. And, you know, there's, there's been, there's, there've been a lot of things going on right now that have added extra stress on everyone. Um, and we always, for the past six months, seven months, have talked to all of our guests about what quarantine life has been like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you are, you said you do corporate training. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that, well, let me just say that as a teacher, there was a time when I was thinking about leaving teaching, when I was thinking about leaving the classroom. And I was looking at jobs just like that, because it is a very similar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would want to teach adults. Like, I think that, that would be hard. <laughs> so many opinions. Sometimes I wonder. Sometimes I wonder, too. I'm like, what would be easier? Oh, Lord. <laughs> because, yes, uh, it can be definitely challenging. But, yeah, there is a lot of uh, many of the same, you know, transferable skills and many of the things that the teachers are facing now, you know, we've, I've, I've been doing too. It's in, is the teaching virtually. Yes. Um, and, yes. I would imagine. 
you know, the technology challenges and you've got to count to five a few times throughout the day. And <laughs> that's right. Unplug and plug it back in. <laughs> yes, exactly. Reboot. That's my yeah. answer to everything. Reboot. <laughs> I know my husband is a software developer and apparently the plugging and unplugging has to do with like the layer one of the first things that they check if something's going wrong. And he's like, have you checked layer one for <laughs> help when I'm That's home? funny. Wow. Yes. Well, you know, just, and from a, um, you know, from a classroom teacher's perspective and Caitlin can relate to this. Yes. Um, when you like, if you're giving a presentation to a bunch of teachers, mm-hmm. um, no one's paying attention. No. no one is, no one wants to be there. No one is really interested. Like when you're standing in front of a room full of adults and a room mm-hmm. full of adults and we're in a meeting with another adult talking to us, that's just not something that other adults want to do. Adults don't want to be in meetings. Adults don't want to be in trainings. We don't, we just, we just don't want to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and not that teenagers do either, but teenagers have accepted it as part of their lives, you know, like, mm-hmm. like that's where if you're in high school or if you're in middle school, like that's what your life is. Like you have accepted that, that, you know, eight hours a day, you sit in front of an adult that, t- that talks to you about things, mm-hmm. um, you know, but then you graduate and you move on. So it's just that I feel like that your job would be very, very challenging. And I, I, um, not, not that mine and Caitlin's jobs are not challenging and that teachers don't have a hard time and that teenagers aren't ridiculously difficult, but, um, you know, I just, I think that the challenges of working with adults, I can't even imagine just from having to stand up in front of my, my own group of adults that I work with at times. Uh, my gosh, I can't even, I don't even know, but um, (laughs) so are you having to do your corporate trainings and stuff? Like, are you having to do that stuff on zoom and everything now? Are you guys in in, like virtual, um, is that how you, is that how it's working? What are you guys doing? Yeah. Yeah. So that's exactly what, what we've done. Uh, we've transformed everything that we typically would do in real life or in-person training uh, all virtually. And, you know, I had to be part of that design of converting everything virtually because some things are transferable, some things, of course, are not. So we had to really make it a way that it would be just as impactful and use some of the same strategies to engage folks that are virtually and that uh, if you felt like you didn't have as much control over their engagement in person, it's even more challenging virtually. But I, I have to say, though, I, I mean, for the most part, I think working with um, adults can, you know, be very, uh, you know, it's different and rewarding at the same time as well. And I, you know, it most uh, situations are are great. You know, of course, you have a couple of folks that are a little bit more one-offs, like, you know, they were told they needed to take the training. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. They're not there uh, based on their own will. But for the most part, and my my favorite part of my job is when I get those follow-up emails saying, you know, this was such time well spent. I love the way that you facilitated the course or uh, I took out so much from the class and it, that just makes my job so much more rewarding. And I love hearing, hearing that, but, uh, but yeah, but it, it's, it's challenging, but we're, we're working through it. People are pretty positive uh, for the most part. You know, we, our technology challenges are always going to be there and I've gotten better at those too. So I have a, a, a degree in, in tech 
as well <laughs> as right. a result of this. Google certified. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wow. Yeah. And that's the benefit too. Like even in person, if I had like a random question, I couldn't necessarily Google it right away. But now I can. <laughs> and you nice. don't know that. You know? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, yeah. It's been, and see, that's one of the things that, you know, and this is a funny thing that has happened when I've been teaching virtually these past three weeks um, you know, my kids will, my students will ask me, well, what are we supposed to do if we don't know something on the seat? Like the, if we don't know something on the handout, I'm like, dude, you have a computer in front of you. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Google yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, How are you asking me this? <laughs> yeah. So like, and like, I didn't have that when I was growing up. Like I had to take my behind to the library and yeah, figure stuff yeah, out. You know? Mm-hmm. So like um we we read a piece we read a piece last week by Ray Bradbury, this author, Ray Bradbury, and um I asked them some like biography questions about him. And, you know, they were like, well, we don't know this stuff about him. And I was like, I know you don't. What do you think you're supposed to do? I know you don't know this stuff about him. Why would you know that stuff? But you have a computer in front of you. I designed this handout because this class is virtual. You're supposed to be using your computer. And they're like, oh. And I'm like, yes. Light bulb moment. Use your resources. Use your research tools. And they were like, oh, okay. And they were like, so we're allowed to just find this stuff on the internet? And I was like, yes. And they were like, that's not cheating? And I was like, that's absolutely not cheating. Right. No. Yes, you're totally allowed to look up what year was Ray Bradbury born. Right. Um, Oh, how cute that they were, like, so worried that it was going to get them in trouble. Because I feel like a lot of kids are worried about that. Um, We do have our school, and we've been virtual for the last 15 years. But we have an honor code, and so our kids have to, like, check in and make sure they're being academically honest. And there are some online resources that we do consider academic dishonesty, but how cute that your students were like, I just mm-hmm. don't want to get in trouble. That's yes. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. And, it shows um, you where their heart is too. Yes. Right. And and the I, integrity. I, yep. Exactly. And I have been really, really lucky this semester because um, this week is the first week that I've actually been giving I actually gave a test yesterday for the first time this semester, Mm -hmm. and it was weird because I've never given a test in a virtual environment before. Mm-hmm. And um, the program that I well the the software that we gave the test in um, keeps a log of everything that they do while they're taking the test. Mm-hmm. So if they leave the tab that the test is open in, the test logs that. Right. So okay. what that what that means is like if they leave the tab and go over to like another internet tab to look at like something on the internet, it'll tell me that they did that. Oh, gotcha. Wow. So I'll know if they were like cheating or what. Now I won't know like, so this was a vocabulary test. So if they had a printout of the vocabulary words at their house, I would not have been able to see that. Mm-hmm. But if they had the vocabulary list on a tab, like open up on their computer, I would have been able to tell that they switched over to a different tab in the middle of the test. Hmm. So I let them know ahead of time. Like I felt like that I needed to be honest and say, if you switch over to a different place in your computer during the test, it's going to log that and I will see it. Hmm. So in the middle of the test, I had one of them go into the, the little Zoom chat and say, Miss Spicer, my um, I accidentally clicked out for a second and then I went right back in. I'm so sorry. I was not cheating. I swear. 
<laughs> and you know, I just they're so they're so cute. They're ninth graders and they're only like new baby ninth graders, so they're basically Aww. like Caitlin. They're basically eighth yes. graders still. Yes. They are. Yeah. Um, they just came out of eighth grade. Yes. Not too long ago. They're they're <laughs> yes, they're just like they're fresh little babies. high they're fresh little high schoolers. They have no idea what they're doing. Like they're all and and now they're all like in this they've been thrown into this virtual environment and they're so afraid that they're gonna get like accused of cheating or whatever. And, um, so they're all so careful, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's really, it's, it's been an interesting transition. And I think that that's really cool that you were able to take your stuff that you were already doing and like transition it over to the virtual world. Um, I'm sure that that was a challenge. It was Um, (laughs) lots of long nights, but we got it done. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, how, how has your life changed in quarantine in other ways? Have you been like, have you been doing grocery deliveries or like how, how, how have you, how yeah. has life changed in other ways besides just like going out of the office and coming in to home, working from home or have, have you, are you going, are you going crazy or like, what's up? No, I think, uh, well, I'm naturally a, a homebody. I don't think I've ever, I ever wanted to admit that for a long time, but that's just <laughs> right. who I am. I just love to be home. So for me, it hasn't been too, too bad. Now I'm, I consider myself more of an introvert. My husband is the complete opposite. So even before when I would go into the office, uh, it was a, not a big fight, but it was like the, the tension on Friday nights because here I am, I've been at work for all week, talking to people, interacting with people. So Friday nights, I want to go home and just chill. And he wanted to go out because he was working from home. He was, you know, ready to like lose it. So he wanted to go out and, and, you know, walk the town and relax and a little bit and just get some fresh air. So for me uh, personally has not really changed a whole lot. Uh, When we first went into quarantine, you know, the whole world went crazy and there was no toilet paper anywhere to be found. Oh my gosh, that was uh, ridiculous. (laughs) Yes. So my husband panicked a little bit. So we went to the grocery store. We did like a little stockpile of things just to gaze like food ran out, even though looking back on it, I'm like, that was ridiculous. Well, we did. But it was kind of scary (laughs) because when you, I went into the grocery store that first Friday, like right before everything like went down. Mm-hmm. And people were literally in their arms, sweeping shelves, just like throwing things <laughs> yes. into their cart. The produce department was empty. And I was like, what is yes. happening? Like it was it was kind of scary. So I relate to that for sure. It was so scary. And we before I had been relying somewhat on grocery delivery. My husband's not a big believer on that. He's like, that's a waste of money. You're paying too much money. I'm like, well, I'm I'm saving time. And honestly, I hate grocery shopping. That's my least Same. favorite chore. And oh, I, uh, oh, I can't. <laughs> so I, there's so much more I could be doing with that time. But uh, so I was using some grocery deliver, but then uh, quarantine hit and everybody was using grocery deliver. So they were booked like two weeks out. I'm like, there's no way I'm just going to have to go to the store and just make it through. So we would they had the senior hours, too. So we had to work around that. And we he works until six o'clock. I work until five o'clock. So uh, the and the stores would close at six o'clock. So we'd have to get really creative and go like super super early, but after senior hours or at lunchtime so that we could get um, our stuff. But now New Hampshire has been one of those states that they were more on the quicker side of opening just because the number of cases here has not been as much. So for the most part, it I mean, it affected us at the beginning, but it kind of quickly started going back to quote unquote normal 
Mm-hmm. I mean, we're still going out and wearing our masks. You know, all the places are requiring it for the most part. And uh, we're still taking those precautions. But there was a little bit more freedom here in terms of uh, opening restaurants, which, you know, they've been open for a little while now and, and both indoor and outdoor than even just across the border in Massachusetts, where they have been a little bit more strict because for a long time they were a hot spot. So that has uh that's in so that's been fine uh and then at the beginning we you know we took out we did a lot of outdoor activities we both love to hike so we went hiking a lot when everything was closed uh and for us i think the the thing that changed the most is like we just don't go out to eat as much just because we got so, so used to eating at home more and prepping and just uh having home cooked meals that you know that's had had a positive side effect on the wallet <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. We've done a lot of outdoor activities as well, but are a lot of our hiking stuff. So in the, in the Portland area, it's in, they call it the gorge. It's the Columbia river gorge. Um, they actually closed the whole, that whole area to avoid people, um, you know, stopping and gathering crowds and that kind of thing. So we had to miss out on some of our favorite hiking spots, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. We, I was worried that they were going to do that here too, because the first time, maybe like the first couple of weekends that we did go hiking, I, I saw a lot more folks than I would have together, bigger groups together than I would have cared to have seen. Yes. Um, so I would walk by and I'd whisper, I'm like, six feet, six feet. Right. <laughs> exactly. I know. And out in that same area, there's some like river spots where people like hang out. And on some of those hot days, we would drive out there just, you know, to go for a little drive. And we would see it was just packed. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Why are you doing this? Exactly. I'm like, this defeats the purpose. And it was that time when uh, not people were clear. So they were like, okay, you can't, um, you have to social distance. You can't uh, gather. But they didn't associate in their mind that, you know, going to a friend's house might not be appropriate. Right. Or meeting up with your friends, it defeats the purpose. Like people were, that wasn't sinking in for a while. Right. So that was during that time. And then eventually people started getting the idea. Some people started getting it. It's weird that you guys are talking about like seeing all these people out when you're hiking. Because mm-hmm. these outdoor areas where people feel like it's safe. Mm-hmm. You know, people feel like that once you go outside that the coronavirus can't get you. Yes. No. Yes. I mean, you know? it's definitely harder to contract it when you're outside, but you still need to maintain, like, if you put your mask on, you still need to be six feet apart, like all of that. Yes. 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 Okay. So when I was, um, when I was, um, out at the coast this summer, um, I was driving somewhere to pick up dinner in a socially distanced way. I was picking up our dinner mm-hmm. and, I was driving down like the the main strip, you know how like all those beach towns have like a strip that has like all the restaurants and little stores and stuff like the downtown Mm -hmm. area. Yeah, the Mm -hmm. downtown area. And I drove through there and it was completely packed. I mean, it was like it was like wall to wall people. I'm not even kidding. Wow. I mean, people were waiting in line to get their ice cream and their hot dogs and their stuff. And no one had on a mask and no one was six feet apart. And I was like, I wanted to yell out the window. This is why this is a hot spot. Yes. Okay. (laughs) This, This is why the whole world is looking at this area as a hot spot because all of you are out here just trying to get the Rona, just trying to be, 
No one is ever going to get to go back to school. We're never going to get to go wild. We're never going to get to do any of these things because you guys are out here just being stupid. While some of us are over here, never leaving our house, doing all of our grocery pickup, just going to pick up our dinner from Chick-fil-A, like through the window of the car, you know, like wearing our mask all the time, trying to be super careful, you know? So I just, I, I, I was looking at that and thinking, these people are the ones that are like ruining it for everybody. This is why we can't have nice things, y'all. Right. Um, <laughs> like I feel like I was the kid and so I see true. this quote like floating around. Like I'm the kid in the group project who's like doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm watching yes. everybody else just like coloring on their face. They're like, whatever they're yes. supposed to be doing. And I'm like, yes. Come on, yes. If I if everybody the same way. could y'all participate. right New Zealand has zero cases like come on yeah (laughs) if you could please participate in this then we could all just be done with it and um you know so New Hampshire you said that you guys have kind of like started to look a little bit more normal what what are what are your schools have you been paying attention to are your schools like opening on a um are you guys doing all virtual? Are you back in person? Or do you, have you been paying attention to that? You know, I haven't. I guess, I guess you know, since it's just the two of us uh, for now, I haven't really paid attention to too much. I know that. Um, but what I, I do think is that there has been um, more more on the virtual side, at least in our area. I don't know about the entire state, but in our area, it has been virtual. Um, my neighbor daughter is a teacher at one of the elementary schools and I remember her mentioning how stressed she was about you know having to uh, do the virtual thing for her students and I think she was you know maybe her first year teaching or second year teaching so she was still new newer at it so yeah. you know it's it's extra stress of course uh, on top of the changes so yeah. um, so I think there there's uh, not fully back to school uh, in person so it's all virtual right now I can't imagine trying to be a first year teacher and this be the way that you start your career right oh. yeah I think um, Meg's plans I think this is her first year teaching and they're virtual I was really her on Instagram yeah um, and I, yeah, I can't imagine like how that's going for, for new educators or even educators who are, I guess, maybe like younger or who haven't like, who haven't been in the classroom and don't have those good routines established yet. Like, and all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, <laughs> I guess we're going virtual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, because for me, it's kind of, um, you know, I was a little bit nervous this year about like teaching ninth grade. I haven't taught ninth grade English in eight years. So the curriculum was kind of, um, I was nervous about the curriculum a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I've been doing it for three weeks, it's just like teaching 11th grade. I taught 11th grade for 10 years. So I taught 11th mm-hmm. grade English for 10 years and, um, it's no different. I mean, you know, they, they read and we do activities with what they read and it's no, it's really, it's no different than that. And it's, it's like riding a bike. It's, it's just, it, it's just like teaching any other grade level. And I've got, you know, I know how to do it now, but those are skills that I have acquired over the last 13 years of teaching. I can't imagine being like a second year, a third year, a fourth year, and not having all of that experience behind me and then having to like move everything over to a virtual environment. And, you know, it just, it just, it just seems very challenging. You know what you would really need you guys? A planner. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> I think they, I think these first year teachers out here need these planners. You would need a planner. And you know or why we're here? a Google calendar. You know why we're all here? Do you know why we make this podcast? Because <laughs> we like planners. <laughs> because we like planners. And we've been talking for quite some time. And we have not even mentioned to Saray that we are a planner podcast. And we want to talk to her about her planners. Yes. Oh, you we are? Oh, about yes. Yes. <laughs> I know. We've been chatting it up. I know. We have. We have talked for quite some time. We have not even mentioned the word planner so far. So um, why don't we talk? Let's let's talk about your planner. So um, what what led you to the planner community? Like, have you always been a planner? Are you one of those people that got the planner in middle school and wrote all over it and loved it and all that kind of stuff? Because this we the story is always like, you know, the same. And did you, do you have the same story? Is that, was that your story too? Yes. I've always loved planners. Uh, ever since I can remember, I remember going to the stores and always walking up and dial the organizer area in the store and going through all of them and purchasing a bunch of them throughout my, my lifetime so far. Uh, and, you know, I remember having the ones, you know, the daily planners, I think it was like the Franklin Covey planners and, uh, the day minder, I think it's called, uh, mm-hmm. with the coil, you know, the thin ones, I used to have those. So always, always, always have had a planner. And I remember I was going to school at the time when I found the planner community, I was finishing up my undergrad. I did that later in life. And, uh, I remember sitting in a coffee shop by the time I was working in a, in a branch for a, for a bank, I was a branch manager for, for a bank at the time. And I, our our hours were a little bit later. Uh, we just had some uh, different hours at the time. So I would sit down in a coffee shop in the morning. So I would look for inspiration online. I had a, uh, Martha Stewart junior, uh, disc notebook. That was uh-huh. my planner. And I would use inserts from this uh, Etsy shop called, I, I believe it's called I Heart Organizing. So they were printables. So you could print them and, you know, cut them up. And I loved them. They were so colorful. And one day I find on Pinterest a picture of, you know, planner queen, a Gen DeFore, a Gen Plans. Yes. And that was the picture that led me down this rabbit hole that I've not been able to get out of, <laughs> nor do I want to really. But <laughs> so that was like what started everything. And then I find all these pictures and I, I had Instagram, but I r- rarely even used it. And I got hooked. And in the morning when I was done doing some schoolwork, I would find some time to look for inspiration. And next thing you know, I'm like, you know, ordering my first Erin Condren life planner. And I started that in July of 2015. And it was just amazing. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Wow. Well, you, you are doing, you know, and mentioning the daily planner, um, your daily duo is so beautiful. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, so I, I have been, I have had like the, the hardest time, um, over the past few months. Um, so, and the listeners know this and are probably like really tired of me beating this dead horse, <laughs> but, um, my life like basically turned upside down at the end of May. Um, my husband left and just things got like my, I, I, I left the planner. I didn't leave the planner community. I'm obviously still here. Um, 
I'm obviously still in Instagram. I haven't been taking a lot of pictures or anything, but, um, and I weren't, I just, I wasn't in my planners. I, I didn't know which planner I wanted to use. All this stuff happened with the planner community. Just everything happened all at one time in my life just totally changed. My personal life was crazy. The planner community was crazy. All this stuff was happening. And I have recently been writing in my daily duo, and that has been extremely helpful for me. Um, but I'm not using any stickers. I'm just using my dual tip pit, like my Erin Condren dual tip markers. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've just been, I've just been using colorful pens and just like writing out my schedule and I'm really enjoying it. But when I look at your daily duo, you do such a good job with like sticker placement. And I, I just, I'm not used to decorating that layout. So when I look at yours, I'm just like, oh my gosh, why can I not just like, I'm, I'm really good at like a vertical layout or a horizontal layout, but I just haven't quite mastered that daily one yet. But, um, and I love your black coil. Like I just, I, when I look at, when I look at your Instagram, I'm just like, oh my gosh, she's like planner goals. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I totally agree. And I don't even usually like a coil planner for me, but anytime I'm on your Instagram, I'm like, oh so pretty. And I always think when I'm about to order a new planner from Erin Condren, which is more frequently than I should be. I mean, I, (laughs) I I really, I, I know that you're only supposed to get like one every year or whatever, but I order them way more often than I should. Um, I always think about like, maybe I'll get that black coil this time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I never do it. I never do it. I always get a gold or a rose gold, but no, the black coil looks so good. And every time I see it on Instagram, I'm always so jealous. And then I never like I never pull the trigger when it's actually time and yeah yours looks yeah yours looks so good so is the daily duo working for you do you love it it has you know it's funny that you that you asked that so um it's it's working so let me so black coil I the the main reason why I get the black coil one I think you know it goes with everything (laughs) and um and it matches my my ink so I'm Tim team black ink all the way so I'd like to have that kind of like matching thing so that was actually one of my uh not upset moments but when I found out that the daily duel did not have did not come with an upgraded black coil that you could choose from I was a little bit bummed out about that um so hence why I actually combined my weekly planner with the daily duel so I have two planners in one. So I have weekly view hourly and I also have the daily dual combined and I have a, like a video on how I did all that. Yes. And... I have uncoiled many times. I am <laughs> yes. not, I'm not shy about uncoiling an Aaron Condren. I do definitely know how to do that. So you have an hourly and a daily. I do. Yes. Wow. Yep. That's interesting <laughs> to me because like the daily has an hourly already in it. So you, that's, that's really interesting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I'm looking at it right here. I see you with your, um, with your Chrissy Ann designs and your yes. hourly. Yeah. Look at that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so I got a, accomplished two things. I have the weekly view that I wanted and I also got the black coil cause I used the, I ordered an 18 month, uh, a weekly planner at the time and I used that 18 month coil so I was able to fit six month worth of uh, planner pages for both weekly and the daily so the daily is working for me I think one of the the biggest questions that I get all the time is especially how do I balance both of those so the weekly I like to see the week at a glance so I'll plan out the week and oftentimes I'll be planning that ahead of time so as soon as I see or that I have events or things that I have to do for work I'll put it down on the weekly and then the daily I set it up one time during the week but then I 
really plan as I go by day. So I reference back to my weekly page and add the things there. Are there some things that are the same? Yes. So there are some things that are inevitably are going to be copied down twice, but I don't mind it. And it helps me remember what I actually have uh, going on. Um, but right now it's funny because I was thinking I've been using the daily duo since a, lo- a little bit before it launched because I got to preview the the daily duo and really break it in. And I redated the, the pages so that I can start using it right away. So that come the actual uh, start date, I was ready to use it. And so I've been using it for a few months now. And I'm finding too, like, there might be times where I feel like that's even too much space. And I'm trying to figure out how do I fill it up? But I'm trying to come to terms with the fact that, hey, it doesn't every single square inch doesn't have to fill up with something that you have to do. So I'm trying to embrace more of that uh, that white space. And if there are weeks where I don't need a weekly view, I just like glue those pages together or I'll rip them out and I'll just move on and don't use that weekly that 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 time. And on the other hand, I'm thinking that maybe. If I wanted to take a break from the Daily Duo, even though it's working for me right now, I could always just not use those pages, take them out and just stick to my weekly view, which I don't know. I'm thinking about doing that next week. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're seriously like I can't I cannot look away. Your Instagram is 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 just stunning. You're beautiful. your, Your planner is beautiful. Thank you. And um, I hope that it is, um, that it is productive for you. I hope that, you know, what, what I want, what I want for people to, to achieve with their planner at this point is, is that, because I feel like that what happens a lot on Instagram now, I feel like for me, what was happening for me is that I was decorating my planner a lot and that I was taking a lot of really beautiful pictures of my planner, but then it wasn't actually serving my life, mm-hmm. you know, is that my planner was lovely and I was writing stuff in it, but then I wasn't getting it as much done as I wanted to do, or I was still forgetting things or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, my hope is that people will, you know, utilize their planner. So, I mean, do you really find that you are, you know, that you're getting the things done that you're writing down here? Like, are you, you know, you're, that this is helpful for your life. Um, yes. 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 I, yes. I'd say definitely for sure. I, and I think just like life, we all have our ups and downs and there will be times where you might not feel as productive no matter what, but just know that that's just part of life. We're just going to feel like, you know, it's, I'm not my best right now, but know that it's also temporary. So you'll mm-hmm. find that there is, uh, you, you'll get your oomph back, you'll get your, your, um, your energy back to get back to doing things. And I've experienced that with the planner. I think my biggest, um, uh, I guess break, I took a hiatus from the planner community for a couple of weeks, which is for me was a lot because I was pretty active, uh, at the beginning of 2019. And that's when I really discovered my true planner style and once you find that, I think that's when you become the most productive because I was like you as well. I was getting sucked into all the pretty planner pictures and I want my planner to be perfect and picture perfect. And I was getting lost in that versus really figuring out what is it truly that works for me? What's really my style? And it, I had been in the planner community for three years and I don't think that I had found that. I was really 
you know, which might be flattering for some people, but I was kind of copying others too in their style and I was getting lost in that. So I found my way and I feel like I've been pretty consistent for the most part for like two years now. And I found my style and I think that's what has led for me to be productive and really focus on the things I need to get done. Um, and the prettiness and the stickers are more secondary, even though it might not seem like it, but that's my intention. And that's why I'm primarily a functional planner. So like my every, almost every sticker in my planner has a purpose. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I throw some of that decorative stuff in there just because I like my spreads to look pretty. But I always say when I'm doing a plan with me video that, okay, I need to put my like appointments and like I need to put my things in here first before I put in that deco so that I know that I have room for what's going on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, and my, what I've learned is that my, my daily planner, my daily duo, it's okay if all I do in there is pen and paper. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's okay. I don't have to put stickers in it. Yeah. You know, I, I really don't. And if that's going to be, you know, if that's, if that's, what's going to work for me, I can still be a member of the planner community. If all I do is write in my planner. Exactly. Oh, there are so absolutely. many pen only planners and they're their planners are gorgeous. No, my look, my daily duo this week is a bomb. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like, it is it is beautiful. It is so beautiful this week. I mean, I've been like hand lettering in it and like it is it is beautiful. And I had a very productive week and all I did was write and I didn't put one sticker in it. Now <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm I, I am with you in that I kind of need a weekly view. Mm-hmm. So I haven't quite found that piece. Like I really have enjoyed like just writing in my daily duo, but I think that it's time to get myself a, a weekly view too. Um, but I just, yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm really enjoying looking at your black coil and I, I usually am a black pin girl too. I've always been a black pin and I know Caitlin, you are too. And I've got some yes. beautiful pins coming. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I ordered the um, Animal Crossing Villa Beautiful pins. Um, I don't know. Caitlin, did you see that release? The Animal I Crossing? I did see that release. Yeah. I, and they were very bright and pretty, but that I skipped that release personally, just for me. It was very, they were very pretty though. Well, I know. I mean, and you don't play Animal Crossing, so it's, it's like, true. Why, it didn't touch my heart you... like that. <laughs> no, but um, no, I got all five of those pens. Um, yeah, <laughs> and I'm going to try to use them now. I I usually only look. My favorite black pen is the Erin Condren black dual tip marker. Like that is my the 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 fine tip side. What pen do you use, Saray? What do you use in your planner? Yeah, so mostly uh, for a long, long time, I was a loyal Paper Me Enjoy Gel Black Medium 0.7 pen. Yes, uh, pen that's gel. My, I love that pen. Oh, I'm like, no, Caitlin hates I love that it. pen. <laughs> yes. Caitlin hates that pen. She would. Sorry, um, Caitlin. She would. <laughs> okay. But I love that pen. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I like yeah. really fine points. So I don't like the thicker ones. Like a 0.5? No, like a Caitlin. Point- Three eight. Oh, Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin no. wants to write yeah. with hypodermic needle. Okay. Yeah. That's my jam. <laughs> oh my God. It's so well, the Villa Beautiful is pretty thin. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was Caitlin. organizing all my pens yesterday and I came across a G2, a G2.38 and I tested it. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yes. Or the Sharpie pens. I really like those. Oh, I really like those goodness. a lot. Yeah. Oh, I wait. just like the. 
like calligraphy almost pens. Wait, which which ones do you like? Which Sharpie pens do you like? Not the Sharpie S gels because I haven't tried those, so I don't know if I like them or not. But they're just like they come in a pack of like five, and I think they're all black. And they're like a capped pen. They're just like a Sharpie pen, basically. Oh, okay. You know what? You can write on the Prissy and Designs with those. They're like, um. Oh yeah, they don't. Smudge. Yeah. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh uh. I nice. think I think you can. The what the vinyl stickers you can write on those. I think with those pens. Um, but I feel like that they would bleed through certain paper. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So um. Mm-hmm. So when you so you went through your pens, but okay. Back back to, back to what are you using now? So you so used to use using the, the yeah. What are you yep. using now? So I'm using the tool medium point <gasps> as well. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I have heard good things. Oh, they're amazing. I think they're, they're almost like the better version. If you like the enjoy gels, they're the better version of the enjoy gels. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is a really boring story, but I'm going to tell you guys anyway. <laughs> um, so I ordered some of those tool, 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 I don't know how to say it. Uh, me neither. Um, yeah. Um, I'll say it really Southern. Tull. Um, <laughs> I ordered some of those tool pins um, from Amazon um, like months ago and the package just never came and eventually Amazon just gave me my money back and I was like um but I really wanted my pins like it's just one of those like weird fluke things where Amazon just messed up and it just never showed up mm-hmm. yeah and I never reordered it because I got busy or something happened and I just I ordered like a whole pack of those tall gel pins and they was going to come in all the colors and with the you know it had a black one and then all the other pretty colors and everything so, um, yeah, I'm going to have to get some of those because the people on the Facebook groups, like the Aaron Condren fans, like all the Facebook groups, like people love those pens. So they're better. So if you like the Inkjoy gel, then you'll like those. Oh, okay. So I got to yeah, get those. Yeah, you will. Um, and okay. I think because uh, the Inkjoy gels, they had a bad reputation for skipping after a certain point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't find that that is the case with these. Of course, I think that the paper that you're using matters, but um, th- with these, you don't have that. Well, everybody knows that um, if you're in the Erin Condren community, then you're writing on superior paper. So um, that's all right, not, all right. That's not going to be a problem. <laughs> not for us. So funny that you say that. I everybody says that they love that Erin Condren paper, and I just don't like it. I just don't. <laughs> Um, it's well, too thick you, for me. Well, you only had the paper in your house for like two months, so. Well, I, I felt it a whole bunch, and I, I really did. I like tried to convince myself that I liked it, and I was like, okay, it'll be fine. But I just didn't like the color of it. Really, I didn't like the. I guess it was like it had some grit to it, and I just mm-hmm. that wasn't that wasn't my jam. I like a little bit more. I don't know. Do I like just printer paper? Maybe. I don't know. I like the happy planner paper. You like a smoother experience. See, I like for my paper and my pen to fight me just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, like I need for it to kind of give me just a little bit of pushback. um, Right. Because I feel like that if it's too smooth, then my handwriting looks a little bit messier. Um, Okay. Yeah, because if if it if it fights me back just a little tiny bit, like the grit of the Aaron Condren paper gives me a little bit more control over my handwriting. I think. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, totally agree. <laughs> yes, and I I think that that's what it is, and I think that um you know using a um using a thicker tip pen mm-hmm. gives me more control too than using those like real fine tips. I don't I don't know why I feel that way because I love the the Sharpie S gel. Um, 
And I like it in the 0.7. I tried it in the 1.0 and woo, that was like writing with a magic marker. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, I thought that I was going to really love it because what, you know, if I love the 0.7, then man, let's just, let's, let's turn up the volume and get to this 1.0. You know, the, the, right. the 0.7 is, is, is pretty much perfect. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try those tall pens and see what I think. But I just I love a felt tip. I really do. I love the um, Papermate flares, um, and I love the Erin Condren dual tip markers. I love I love those um, because I love the way they feel on the Erin Condren paper, and they're just pretty. You know, like they just they photograph well, and they, um, you know, they just they look pretty in my pen bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like opening up my pen bag and there all those dual tip markers are in there and I just I just like them. I just really do. So, um, when did you decide that you were just going to start taking pictures of your planner? Like what made you decide I can do this too? Everybody else is taking pictures. Like were you just that was <laughs> You know, it was funny because before I even uh found the planner community, I would take pictures of my planner and they just ha- they were just sitting in my camera roll. For some reason, like I, I, I didn't even know that there was a planner community out there that existed or that people did this, that people were just a, a little nutty like I was about <laughs> yes. uh, papers and pens and planners. And um, so I would do it, you know, uh, normally, like I just thought it was normal. I'm like, oh, I just I like I want to be able to reference back and see uh, my pages. So after I found the planner community for a little while, I was mostly admiring everyone else's work. And then I said, you know, why don't I share mine? And uh, it's so funny because my first spread looks very, very different than what my spreads look now. Um, Still very functional, but uh, we've come a long way here. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Haven't we all? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I know. I remember my first few spreads um, because I didn't have a lot of stickers. So um, I was using my Happy Planner Punch and Mm. like scrapbook paper. Mm -hmm. And I would make the little boxes with scrapbook paper. And I, for some reason, thought that you needed to have a full box on every day. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) So I would like, cause I was using the vertical layout and I would put a full box on every day. And there were some weeks that I would just put the full box, like all the way down the middle or all the way down the bottom. Oh my gosh. They just look so weird. <laughs> um, and, um, but it was cute, you know, like I still have that first planner that has all of those first spreads in it. And I just, I love to look back at that when I was getting my, my start, like when I first started decorating, I love that. Um, so, uh, well, we're so um, glad that you decided to start taking pictures of your planner. And I think that that's very cute that you just took pictures of it anyway before you yeah. were posting it. Um, totally. Um, because, you know, we take pictures of all kinds of things um, that we probably um, don't even tell people about that we take <laughs> pictures of. <Yeah. laughs> right. yes, oh I'm not God. afraid to admit it. <laughs> Like, so ooh, let me remember this and take a yes. picture of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, so, That's so um, funny. <laughs> um, so, well, yeah. Well, what does your planner lineup look like right now? So you, we, we've talked about, do you have any other planners in there besides the Aaron Condren stuff? Like, are you using anything else besides the hourly and the daily duo? Or is that the only book that you have? That is the only book I've tried using multiple planners and in a way I'm kind of am if I have a weekly and a daily, but the fact that it's all in one is just more manageable to me. I can't necessarily manage two separate books. Just, I just get too, uh, too, it gets too chaotic for me. 
but I, the, in addition to this one, I have the only other thing that I use is my budget, the petite budget book from mm-hmm. EC. And that's okay. the one that I use just to keep track of all my budgeting. But that's okay. pretty much my planner lineup and, and okay. just a journal notebook. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm the same. I like to have one book and, um, I like to uncoil. I, I, my daily duo right now is currently just the daily duo book. That's all that's in there right now. But, um, I am contemplating picking up a, um, a neutral vertical. Yes. I haven't, I have not done that yet, but I'm, I'm thinking about it. And the more I think about it, the more I think about maybe picking it up on a black coil, Oh, um, get it, girl. You should do it. You totally know, it's winter it. time, it's fall, right. maybe making like a transition. But, you know, because all that stuff just came out, like the Hello Kitty and all those beautiful new like black artists with all the gold and everything. I don't know if oh, I can yeah. leave my gold coil. I just don't know. I don't know oh, if I can do yes. it. <laughs> yeah, that's going to um, be a tough one because all those covers go so well with, with the gold, the gold. Oh, my gosh. And um, you you got, didn't you get um one of those, you got some of those um. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So I got, uh, the one by, um, Safi creativity. That's my favorite one. Yes. That is my favorite. Yes. It's so cute. Oh, that is my favorite one. I have, I have got to get on this. I have got to order some covers. Oh, Mm -hmm. I love, I love. Yeah. That's my favorite cover. But I ended Um, up ordering every single one. So I have, they're coming. So as soon as they're they're arrived, so um, I love, I love getting a package. I love getting a package from Erin Condren and it's just a whole bunch of covers. I just, (laughs) oh, I just love. Um, And did you order anything from Hello Kitty? I haven't gotten any Hello Kitty stuff yet. I haven't ordered anything in forever. I did not. And I think it wasn't, it was, I, I think growing up in Cuba, I think has had to do with it because when I was a kid, like I kind of came into Hello Kitty a little older in life. So I don't have the same emotional attachment Attachment, that some of the other folks have. I know. Yeah. 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 Like I'm not going to buy something if I'm not truly that passionate about it. That's yeah, that's true. Caitlin feels nothing for Hello Kitty. So (laughs) I I never used it. And a lot of my friends were really into it. I feel like in middle school and I was like, I don't get it. Yeah. And that's okay. But then like, um, so happy planner has a Disney collection coming out. Yes. And there are a lot of people that are like, losing their minds like they're just they're absolutely like flinging themselves out their car windows trying to get these happy planner disney things well their take on it is so pretty i feel like it's almost like adult disney if that makes sense uh, (laughs) i know how you feel about disney and like disney on t-shirts and stuff i know how you feel about it i want to see the princesses because i'm uh, not really like into the like mickey mouse necessarily but I love a Disney princess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, you, you call it an adult take. I just yeah. I just don't think that's a thing. I just don't think that there's an adult take on Disney. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know about that. I think, but, I think it was really well done with all the black that they did. I think that was really cool. Well, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm, I'm really not trying to like alienate any of our listeners. So I'll just keep, <laughs> I'll just keep it to it. Listen, if there are people out there that are excited about that release, then be excited because That's there's right. so, there are so, there's so much going on in the world right now that is crappy. Yeah. That if what you're looking forward to is buying your planner with Princess Jasmine on the cover, then you know what? Just you do you, boo. Okay? That's That's what you need. 
Um, and if a sticker book with Minnie Mouse in it is what makes you happy, then you buy that sticker book, girl. Okay, <laughs> you get that sticker book. And um, our friend Katie V, the Planner Bee, yes. loves her some Disney. So I, I feel like that, and she has already been like all up and down in the DM groups about like, um, you know, that the Disney Planner budget book or, you know, like she, she's just, I know that she's like, she's ready for this. And, um, you know, all the happy planner um groups that people are spotting this stuff in Joanne and all this stuff. So I know that people yep. are excited about it. Um, and you know, there is really something to be said for the planner companies to at least attempt to have their finger on the pulse of the community. Right. Exactly. And um, I feel like with the happy planner release, this most recent one, they really like they have in the past, they really listened to what people wanted. Like there were so many more neutral options. I feel like, and they brought back that OG lined vertical layout and yes. they incorporated some new layouts, like a recovery layout and some like mental health type things. And I really, I really feel like they did a stand up job. There's been kind of mixed reviews about this release, but I feel like they did a great job. You know, I do too. I, I didn't, I did not shop this new release. Um, uh-huh. I haven't, I, 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 heaven forbid I say the words, I have enough stickers. <laughs> um, <laughs> You'll be back. You'll get I, I, I will probably buy some stickers, but um, uh-huh. but right now I'm not in the market for stickers. Mm-hmm. So I haven't bought any any stickers, but um, I am my my web browser has gone to the Erin Condren website a few times over the Woo! past week, thinking about <laughs> putting some things in the cart. Do and, it, girl. Um, I have gotten a few referral code. Um, I have a little bit of like credit over on my Aaron Condren account that mm-hmm. is kind of like burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> um, yes. So, you know, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about doing that. And um, the Wonder Woman stuff just came out over at Aaron Condren and the, um, the black artist stuff just came out and the Hello Kitty stuff is there. And I'm thinking about, you know, ordering a new planner and all this. Um, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm making my way back into the community and I did go into the craft room the other day and I cleaned off my photograph table, like my photo taking table. Mm, yes. So, um, it had a bunch of stuff on it, which was kind of, you know how like sometimes there'll be something like little in your life that prevents you from doing something that is, mm. it's, it's petty. Like, it's just like my, the area in my home where I take pictures was a mess. Yeah. And that was like a mental block for me. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes just knowing where to start when there is a mess can be really overwhelming. I yes. Like. And that was it was really bothering me. It was like, I can't take pictures because this area is a mess. Yeah. <laughs> so I went in there the other day and just cleaned up the mess. Good job. Yeah. So that was like a step in the right direction. So maybe that means that I'll turn the lights on next week and take a picture. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I hope so. I miss seeing photos on your Instagram. I miss so, you on Instagram. Well, I miss Instagram. So I, I just, uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm slowly making my way back. It's fall. Everything is new in the fall and things get yeah. crisp and beautiful. And, and those um, seasonal photos, those seasonal planner photos and seasonal planner stickers, like the fall and winter stickers are some of my favorite. Yeah. Oh. I I'm enjoying uh-huh. it. I really am. People are already starting to put up their fall stuff and I do, I do like it. Um, so Saray, all there are people that are tired of us talking about this and um, 
if if that's if that's the case for you, if you're listening right now and you don't want us to talk about this anymore, then you can fast forward through this section of the show. Um, we won't be mad at you. Um, but you know, back in June and July, when all of this stuff was going down in the planner community, and you did uh, participate in the town hall meeting, um, could you just briefly discuss your thoughts on all of the like Aaron Condren stuff that kind of went down? Um, mm-hmm in the community and with Erin herself and just, you know, like, how did you, how did you feel about that kind of stuff? You don't have to get like, you know, super personal or controversial or anything, but just, Mm -hmm. you know, you obviously are still with the brand and love the brand and everything. I mean, did you, you, you were clearly able to separate the person from the brand. I mean, like how, how did you feel when all of that stuff happened? Right. And any of the positives that have come out of it. Right. So any of the positive things that we've seen from it. It doesn't have to all be negative. Like people, I feel like that people feel like that what we want from our guests is for people to like bash her or say something bad or no, like we, this is a positive space. So yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling? (laughs) Yeah. So I'm feeling much better now than uh, back then when the whole thing started. Of course, I, I think my planner life was upside down, to be honest, uh, mm-hmm. because it was uh, uncharted ter- territory for me. I had never navigated through such a, a controversy before, though we know that the EC brand was not stranger to this type of controversy in the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't as close uh, to the brand, even for some time since I've been in the planner community. I wasn't a, you know, a hundred percent always EC uh, user until, uh, you know, you know, maybe the last four, four years. So um, I, you know, it was definitely a, a, a trying time uh, for, for me personally, just because I was close to the brand and uh, because of everything that had happened, I felt people were definitely coming to me for answers and I didn't have any. Um, I, I still don't have all of the answers. I see what the company is doing now. Uh, but uh, I wanted to take the time to really understand what the situation was and a few of the affiliates because we obviously we were so quote-unquote prominent I guess in the community with our ties to the brand I wanted to really understand what was really going on and get some true answers because things can get can spiral out of control quickly when a situation like this happens and so we decided to take a break so there were some folks that uh, had uh you know, decided to take a break on their own. They weren't, they had not been part of the conversation that some of the affiliates had um, had and, you know, take some time to assess. Um, After having a conversation with direct contacts within the brand, uh, I decided that I could separate um, the brand from the person. And I want to make it clear. I mean, I still don't agree with any of the things that Erin herself did and the role that she played, um, because I think there were some, you know, obviously some huge impacts of the community that I still, to a certain degree, we still feel today. It's to me, it's it's not the same um, anymore. Maybe it will change, but I still I still feel some of some of those effects. Some uh, positive things, though, that have happened um, as a result, I think that many of the affiliates or people that I didn't work with as closely um, got even closer. Uh, We got to know each other a little bit better. We were able to communicate with each other and share some of our frustrations and 
some of the things that we wish were happening but weren't and some of the things that were that did happen and i strongly feel that uh tanya is very genuine so she is the new uh ec ceo uh she came on to that role i believe it was in december and yes. we had personal conversations with her and I I truly I believe her mission. I believe what she's doing and they're taking action. She said from the beginning she's like she um, we're going to keep you informed. And one of the more positive things that I think came out of that it was just the transparency overall, especially as it relates to the affiliates. I think a lot of folks saw affiliates as, you know, you you kind of you're you're an employee of the AC brand, which is not the truth. Uh we're we're in preview to a lot of information. Um and I personally didn't know I felt like I was in the dark about a lot of things but after that happened you know the town hall happened um a couple of them actually there are other things that are planned for the future and I think that level of transparency is what we were all craving and what reduced a lot of the I guess rumors and uh, uh, assumptions that people were making about uh, the brand and its affiliates too so um I I feel like they're moving in the right direction um do I honestly feel I'm, I'm as active as I was before with the brand? Maybe, maybe not, uh, because I'm cautiously optimistic, right? I, I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. And some people would argue, well, you know, they've done this before. What more benefit of the doubt can you give? Well, I wasn't as close again to the brand when those things happen and having a conversation with somebody quote unquote in person, you know, in the quarantine environment is very different than to sit there behind a screen and, um, you know, criticize everything in a way. Um, so for me, I, 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 I'm always and whether you're someone that's hanging out with me in my little corner of the interwebs and I I'm always going to give you the benefit of the doubt because I don't know what you're going through. Um, mm-hmm. And I need to be sure that I put myself in your shoes and understand that. And I wish that folks would extend the same level of grace. Yeah. To me. I think that everything that you are doing um, is fantastic. Again, I've loved everything that you have posted about what's been going on. Um, and I think that. I don't know. I I think that you're right in that the planner community as a whole just has like a different vibe. But Mm -hmm. I I feel like part of that vibe is that people are being held more accountable to, uh, you know, number one, like who they're buying from and like what they're posting and then just like their overall messaging. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that that's a really positive thing um, because I feel like some people were just followed and like, were um, in the planner community just because they had that, I hate to even say this because it sounds ridiculous, but that planner clout. And mm-hmm. now they like maybe have moved aside for other people to, um, you know, have a seat at that table, which I think, I think has been a really good positive thing that has come out of this as well. Yeah. I mean, even with the launches too, I've, I heard from uh, new affiliates or they really stepped up to give opportunities to other people that perhaps who knows whether they would have gotten the same opportunities before the whole situation happened. So there has been a lot of positive things um, out of it. And I hope, and, you know, I, and I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll continue to do that too. So that's why I'm, I'm sticking by them. Good. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I do too. And I, I think that it has to be a personal decision. Uh-huh. And one of the things that I took away from the first town hall meeting um, mm-hmm. 
was what Tanya said at the end, um, right before it ended. Um, she said that when you touch your planner, it should bring you joy. Uh-huh. And that is something that we all in this community feel when we, you know, that's, that's one of the things about our planners that we love, um, regardless of the brand that you use, you choose your planner based on like the feeling that it gives you and the fact that it is your creative outlet and it's your productivity tool. It's, it's all of these things for your life. And, you know, when you pick it up to write in it, when you pick it up to decorate it, when you put it in your bag, all of these things about it, like it's supposed to bring you joy. And that, that time, um, at that time, we were all not, it was not sparking joy for us at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she said that her goal was to bring the joy back to the planner, you know, like that what she was hoping was that eventually that that feeling could come back. And I'm not quoting her. So let's not like yeah. anybody who has like a recording of that meeting can go back and say, well, that's not what she said. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's that's not obviously I, I don't have that like memorized, but, um, you know, she. Yes, I know. How dare I like not say it exactly right. But she, she was implying that, you know, that she, she understands that there are a lot of us that, you know, the joy had been taken away from something that was important to our lives. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened to me. And I know that that's what happened to a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't, I don't feel like that I'm back there yet. And I, I'm desperate for it. I, I, I'm, I'm desperately reaching for, for that joy to come back for me. Um, and I don't know if it's going to be with Aaron Condren. I don't know if it's going to be with a different company. I don't know who, what, I don't know. I don't know what my, I don't, I don't know yet what the, the road back in is going to be for me, but I'm going, I'm going to keep searching. I'm going to keep trying to find it. I just, I like that she understood that that's what we, that that's how we felt about our planners. I think that knowing that that's how we feel about our planners makes mm-hmm. her a good CEO. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. That, that she knew when she said that, I felt like that she got us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I liked that. And I like that, you know, just, just like with, um, I feel this way and I felt this way before with Stephanie Fleming um, mm-hmm. that Stephanie always, you know, the message behind the happy planner was, you know, productivity and happiness and planning your happy life and all of this. Like I've always loved the message of the happy planner, their planning system and the discs and all that stuff may not be exactly what I want for my life aesthetically and physically and all of that. Um, but I, I, I like, there's a lot about the message behind that brand that I appreciate. And I I just, I feel like that, that Tanya kind of understands that, you know, you have to listen to your customers. You have to listen Mm -hmm. to the consumers and you have to listen to the people that are pushing this product. This community is like a hundred percent, almost a hundred percent. Like the advertisement is all social media. Right. You know, there there's I mean, yes, I'm sure that there's places I've never seen an Aaron Condren commercial on the television. Right. No, no. you know, like the only places that I ever see an Aaron Condren ad are Facebook and Instagram. And a lot of their a lot of their advertising is free. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they get so much at, they get so much free advertisement from people who put their stickers in a planner and take a picture of it and put it on Instagram. Right. You know, or make a video on YouTube. Or, or make a YouTube video or, you know, or have a podcast and talk about the products in the podcast. I mean, we talk about Happy Planner and 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 Aaron Condren and Plum Paper and you know we talk about these things on our podcast and we do this you know for free mm-hmm. and I just I feel like that you know they have to understand that the people that are out here pushing these products they have to hear us and they have to mm-hmm. you know and they have to understand that you know yes Caitlin and I are you know two very white presenting girls. Um, but there are people out there that are pushing these things that are presenting these products to the world that are not white women. Mm -hmm. And those people need a voice. Those people need to be heard and they need to be appreciated and seen and shown. And, you know, and it's just, I think that it's so important that, you know, that Tanya at least can acknowledge that there are a diverse group of people that are doing amazing things in this community that need to be highlighted. And, um, you know, just, I don't, I don't feel like that, you know, having a collection of color covers by black artists, I don't think that that is, that's obviously not, that's not going to be the end. That's not going to be enough. Like, okay, we did this. Now we can move on. Um, Mm -hmm. kind of like we can't have a couple of months where everybody like talks about black lives matter. And then that's going to be enough. Um, and then we're just going to, you know, move on and be done with it. Like we have to, we have to kind of continue to have this conversation. Um, yeah. Our nothing is truly going to change or be different. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I saw another PR team the other day that was all white women. Mm-hmm. Um, now I didn't, I should have written down the name of that company. Um I don't know why I didn't. I just, and I didn't, I I almost took a screenshot of it and sent it to you, Caitlin. I think it was like a sticker shop. I don't think it was any like big major thing. Yeah. But even still, those small sticker shops are impactful. I I know because they put up, they put up a, they put up one of those things on their, on their Instagram. And it was like one of those squares that had all the pictures of all the faces. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking, really? Really, nobody of color applied to be on your PR team. Nobody, nobody. Um, But, you know, it just it's just I I just feel like that this is a conversation that needs to continue. And if nothing else comes from 2020, maybe this will be a positive change Mm -hmm. in our community, at least like in our little tiny corner of the world. And um, I do like the way that you have approached this, Saray, I do. I think that, um, that you have a very, um, like Caitlin said at the, at the top of the show, a very peaceful kind of, um, serene way to look at it. And, um, you know, separating the person from the brand is something that people, are, you know, can do they, that we can do that we definitely right. can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the paper, you know, you just can't, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just, you just can't, um, you just, and there's so many other people that work for that company besides her. Well, yeah. and people who work on the outside, like Etsy shops that, you know, build their sticker shops around yes. the EC planner or, you know, build, um, other things to go with your EC planner, like covers or that kind of thing. So yeah. it's not just about that. And that was the biggest part that really frustrated me about Erin's choices is that she didn't think about that bigger picture and the amount of fallout that it was going to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you've 
you know, you've, you're, when you've been, I guess, and we all have our blind spots, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, we, you know, we're, we're not thinking of those things. Obviously, I don't think she, um, uh, it was intentional in any sure. way, but thinking, uh, not thinking beyond, especially with everything that, that was going on, uh, really kind of had you question, like, really, were you, were you really digging deep and doing, doing the work that you said that you were going to do, like, only a week ago? Um, so that was part of, that was definitely one of my biggest problems because it showed me that, you know, no, I mean, granted she was busy doing other things. Uh, it wasn't, uh, work that was being done. Um, and I guess the, the biggest thing that for me were, I, it made it easier for me to distinguish the two where when Tanya share really Aaron's involvement in the brand, I think she wasn't as involved as we probably thought just because she had been so overutilized as the Mm. face of the brand. So I think that understanding that structure really helped me understand, okay, you know, it's a bigger picture here. Let's, let me see what, um, what I really need to focus on. And that's what helped me to decide. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So outside of planning, um, I know that you have um, some other fun hobbies, things that um, you and Caitlin have in common. We've already mentioned, um, and we're just going to kind of like, switch gears here for a couple of minutes because hard um, shift yes hard (laughs) shift because you know we are nothing if not 100 percent professional with our transitions (laughs) um just just you know just just to lighten it up a little bit um you and caitlin both really like to hike yeah and um that is not something that leanne likes to do (laughs) um and there are other people in my life that also like to hike that um have mentioned maybe wanting me to hike with them. Yes. I told you when you come to Portland, we should we're going do on a hike. It. Yeah. I, I'll, I just, I'll make it a nature walk. It's not going to be like five miles with a steep incline. I won't put a backpack on you or anything. <laughs> we'll just, <laughs> we'll, we'll start small, but it's fun. It's fun to be yeah. out there in the woods and see all the things. No, they're all kinds of levels. <laughs> you don't understand. Like there are bugs outside and like, there are. You're right. And, like <laughs> bears. There's like bears. There are and... no bears on a hiking trail. Like, no. There are. I have seen the videos on Facebook. Girl, I'm not <laughs> taking you like on a two week, 7,000 mile journey into the wilderness. Yeah, you're not hiking the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> no. Okay. There is okay. this place in Portland. It's called Powell Butte. And it's literally like a, well, it's a butte. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what a butte is. I don't know what that means. That's like a flat mountain, basically. Like a flat hill mountain. Like a a baby mountain, if you will. A baby Uh, mountain. (laughs) Yeah. And it's right in the middle of southeast Portland. And so, I mean, of course, it has animals and stuff. But, like, Mm -mm. it's it's a hiking trail and there's lots of people there. So, those animals don't want to be any closer Mm -mm. to you than you want to be to them. And, like... We have a lot of black bears in Oregon, not on the hiking Mm -hmm. trails that I would take you on, but Mm -hmm. those black bears, um, I used to like go out in the wilderness with my grandparents. Uh, My granddad was a fish and game officer for many, many years. And so he liked to go out in the wilderness and that kind of thing. And we actually encountered a bear one time and all my granddad had to do was make noise. And this bear was like, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so no. they don't okay. want to be any closer to you than you want to be to them. So, Saray, when you hike, do you put on like those like 
boots and stuff like do you have like the hiking boots like do you go all out for your hikes oh yeah I do and only because I'm like a scaredy cat like I like to be prepared mm-hmm. uh and I don't you know I I don't like to fall I've fallen enough in my lifetime then you know so I want to be I have I want to have the right equipment so I do have some hiking boots I have you know like the hiking pants the ones that you just zipper around your knee so if you want to make them like shorts <laughs> or, oh, or pants my God. Um, yes the gear <laughs> yes you know I have a camel pack and uh for my water and we pack you know we usually we like to go for like day or half day long hikes so that we can have lunch like when we get to the summit and <gasps> just relax and but There's you know food what food involved that's yeah. nice I yeah yeah exactly so See, I like food. lunch you know, my favorite part of the hike is when we're when we're done and then we stop at a restaurant, we grab, you know, a burger and beer and we're good. <laughs> That's my yes. favorite part. That's my favorite the part hike. is like the when you so going up can be kind of treacherous. I don't really mm-hmm. like going uphill for whatever reason, but I love it when like I get to the top and I know that I'm just going to be like going downhill for the yes. rest of the time. That's my favorite part. Yes, oh. exactly. <laughs> just got to get to the top. And right. you can just think at your own pace, you know. Um, and even if it's not, if it's too much, like sometimes you, it's okay to, for me, like I'm a, I'm very much a perfectionist and I like to see things through the end. So, mm-hmm. but it's okay if you don't, if you don't, if you can't make it all the way up or if you don't want to, if you're just not feeling it. So I've had a couple yeah. hikes where, you know, I, I haven't made it to the top and you know, you know, this is where I'm going to do it next time. I will make it to the top. Now I know what to expect and I'll just mm-hmm. take it easy. That way you can kind of build uh, your, your endurance and your, your mindset mostly not even oh, your endurance. Cause you could probably do it. It's just the, yep. it's the, your mindset to do it. Yep. Okay. And we have, we have two um, kids and we've been hiking since our oldest who is now almost 13 since she was like two. And oh. so there've been times where, you know, we wanted as the adults, we wanted to make it to the top, but she was just not having it. So there, yeah. yeah, you definitely just have to take it at your own pace. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's okay if you don't make it all the way every time. Yeah, exactly. So are, are um, any time ever any, <laughs> I have this personal goal for you, Leanne, that one day we're going to make it to the top of a hike. You and me together. Okay. Tell me, Louise. Well, the views I, are worth it. I, okay. Yes. Well, if if I'm honest, I have made it to the top of a hike before. Okay. That's Woo. not okay. I have I have in the past in my life owned hiking boots. <laughs> yes. Um, I have hiked before. It's just not something that I would say is a hobby of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have had a tendency since I have been on some of these dating apps to swipe away at the people who are like, Oh, I'm outdoorsy. I'm outdoorsy. I'm outdoorsy. I want to be outdoorsy. You're like, I'm "I'm indoorsy. Nope. Nope. I'm an indoor gal. If you're into Netflix and chill, then you're for me. Like, that's all I want to do. Like, I want to go to the movies. I want to go to nice restaurants. I want to stay in a B and B and like, you know, you know what I mean? Like I want nice bedding and hotels. And like, I, um, you know, I want a big TV and like, you know, deliver the meals to the house and don't even go outside. Like, I don't even want to open the door. Like, I wish that the I wish that Amazon would just put my packages in the house so I don't have to open the door. You can make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> <Or a long laughs> Amazon has, and they'll just like, 
open your door and be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is it that Postmates won't just bring the food into the kitchen? I don't and understand And plate why. it for you. <laughs> yes, please. I will give you an extra tip if you'll put the Panda Express on the plate for me, please. Like, why am I, like, not? So, but this is something, okay, I have to admit that this is something that I am interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, just because someone has come into my life recently that does like to go outside. Uh huh. Mm. Um, but I just, I don't know. Like I am, I'm a big girl. Okay. Like, I don't know if big girls can hike. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Have you met me, Leanne? <laughs> yeah, but you're healthier than me. Like you bike and like you're, but you're I'm built a, for I'm, it. Okay. I am about a size 16, like a two X, three X on the top. And you're right. I do. I bike like eight miles. I can, um, I can go for hikes when I want to, but it's all about like starting somewhere. And we've talked about this before on the show a little bit, but like how your body looks is not a physical representation of your health. So your body can do whatever you tell it to do, Leanne. So your body could go on a hike if you want it to. Just take it slow that first time and build up that, you know, build up that strength. Maybe uh, you'll be moving those muscles that you haven't moved in a long time, but you'll get there and it's okay to go slow the first time. In fact, I like to stop along the hikes, not because I have to, but because I'm like, I want to take a picture, maybe for yeah. Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you so, should uh, maybe com- uh, combine it with maybe things that you like that are even more pleasurable, I guess. And, and mm-hmm. I have to be honest, I mean, I, I, I like hiking. I, I, I sometimes I don't love it all the time. And it's OK mm-hmm. to admit that. Uh, and my husband might be a little more excited than I am about it. But if, you know, you can take that time to maybe have some quality time with your family or uh, if you want to kind of tune out a little bit, you can put some headphones on and maybe listen to a podcast or listen yeah. to an audiobook or something like that. Just I, li- I like to combine those activities when I'm not feeling it as much with other things that I find more pleasure in. Yeah. And it's okay. cool, too, when you take your kids because they kids make a hike so much fun. Like oh, I yeah. remember when Delilah was little, like some of the ways that we would get her through some of the harder parts of the hike, because she, I mean, she was two or three and she was walking these hard hikes and we would be like, Oh yeah, we're going to look for like the fairy houses over here. Or like, look at that little like squirrel that just ran by. Oh my gosh, this slug is so huge. Like, let's check this out. And so it's really cool for me to see those things through my kids eyes. And that, even though, like, sometimes I will be probably, I'll be a whiner, right? Like, I'll admit it when I don't want to go for a hike. <laughs> yeah. And my husband's like, we're, we're going. We need to yes. get out. <laughs> um, and, but seeing those things through my kids' eyes, that makes it so much more fun, even when I'm having a hard time with it. Okay. So I need to get outside. Well, you know what? It's about to be fall, and the weather is about to change, and it's not going to be as hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Perfect timing. So I'm thinking that when it starts to get cooler outside, because I don't mind like going for a walk outside when it's cold. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have some places not too far from me that are really great to hike. And my mom and I have gone before and I've made it to the top and I like uh-huh. to get to the top. Um, and I also really like the trail mix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) my mom my mom will make trail mix and she does a really good job like making really good trail mix and she brings Uh like really good hiking snacks and you know I'm always here for the snacks you know I I like I think that um any activity in your life should have specific snacks Uh 
I yeah. agree. Um, so, you know, hiking snacks are something that I'm really interested in. And then the burger and the beer afterwards, that's, that's mm. something that I did not do before. I think maybe the last time I went for a hike, I wasn't old enough for the beer. Is that, <laughs> is that saying like how long it's been since I've been on a hike? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah. I just think, I think that, um, or ice cream. <laughs> yes. Ooh, yeah. That sounds good too. So, um, it's definitely something that I'm starting to think about maybe being interested in. Um, so, you know, anytime we have a guest that's like, oh, I'm interested in the outdoors. I'm like, okay, so that's Caitlin's territory, but maybe, (laughs) maybe I'm kind of uh, moving into there, but you know, you and Caitlin also have the cooking in common too, because you, you said that, especially you said during quarantine that like you guys are saving money because you're cooking. What are you cooking? Like, I know we're going to get to the currently page in just a minute. So everybody who's listening, just, you know, calm down. We're almost at the currently page. Like we're going to talk about that stuff in just a minute, but, um, you know, uh, Caitlin cooks like every night and, I do, um, yeah. and I, um, have food delivered every night. Um, so <laughs> what, um, what kind of food do you like to cook? Um, do you have like recipe books or do you just know how to cook or how do, yep. you, how do uh, you do that? I have a little bit of both. So, uh, when, so I used to be, uh, plant-based for a long time, um, Ooh. a few years ago. Really? And yeah, yeah. And my husband wasn't at the time. So it was, you know, it was really hard to uh, maintain two different types of cuisines in the house. Yes. Um, so, uh, but then after, I think it was in October. Yeah. October last year, we decided to give it a go again. So we're not a hundred percent plant-based now, but we were uh, for since October through probably around May or June. And 100% plant-based, so that's what I was cooking at the time. Uh, but then a lot of, because I wasn't able to order my groceries online, a lot of the things that we needed, our local grocery store did not have. So we kind of went back to that traditional diet, and uh, so we, but we still do some plant-based now and incorporate it into our regular uh, routine. So so I cook a, a lot of that, um, and then you know I I try to dabble into some Cuban cooking, although it can't. It's not as good as my grandma's, uh, for sure. Uh, so I try to do that. Um, I'm kind of like a recipe follower in a way, but also creative cooking. So I'll, if I'm trying a new thing, I'll follow the recipe. But um, if it's something that I've done before, of course, I'll just, you know, kind of wing it. And then I like to get creative with like with leftovers. So. I can come up with like a whole new dish with leftovers just kind of naturally. So I really like doing that and that, it reduces on the waste of the food and uh, we're able to use everything up. But yeah, I cook a little bit of, of everything and, you know, Spanish food, Italian food, you know, Thai food, which we love, all kinds of Ooh, things. <laughs> yes, I oh, love Thai awesome. food also. Mm, me that too. Makes me too. Thai tonight. I think I might be that, that makes me want to order some Thai food from this tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, Caitlin so is Caitlin. You're kind of plant based, aren't you? Aren't you guys? Yeah, much, yeah. So, well, I so I do eat a little bit of meat. I eat like fish and then like poultry, um, mm-hmm. but I don't eat really any red meat or any pork. Um, and my husband has been like a I don't want to say raw vegan because he does eat some cooked things, but as much like raw. Um, and like plant-based stuff as he can, as he can get. I mean, wow. he did, he ate a bag of chips last night. So that was, <laughs> that <wasn't laughs> he did. So, Brian. Yes, what, he did. What was he drunk? 
drink. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whiskey drunk. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, no, but like, I mean, he'll he'll stray from that a bit, but he definitely eats a lot of the raw things. So it's been kind of cool to experiment with like cooking things. Like I've made a fully raw pizza before. I've made like a raw cheesecake for him before. So it's been kind of fun to throw that experimental part in there. One year when my family wasn't doing like a big Thanksgiving, we did an at-home Thanksgiving and we made Mm -hmm. all the dishes plant-based and raw, which was kind of fun. Wow. (laughs) So yeah, that was kind of neat. And then, yeah. So I, and then I like to make like, I don't know, like traditional things. So like, I guess like tuna casserole, spaghetti, (laughs) those kind of things. So I like them like warm or like I guess I don't know I I like food that makes me feel good if that makes yes yes I was just gonna say the same thing I don't think I could do raw a plant-based because I liked warm I like hot foods Uh like I I, like I'll eat a salad but it's not my favorite thing if I had to pick between one or the two I like something warm and like Mm -hmm. comforting um so funny you say that so we actually we did a, a full a vegan Thanksgiving last year um, nice. and it was, yeah, it was great. I mean, even my family, I mean, hardcore Cubans that eat like pork, rice and beans and not too much red meat, but it's mostly pork. Uh-huh. Uh, they were loving it. It was so oh, fun to try it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't, I can't even know. Um, so what, what would a, so is that like tofurkey? Is that, yeah. <laughs> is, that a, is that a vegan thing? Is that yeah, <laughs> tofurkey? Yes, tofurkey. Um, I, that I've is. heard a lot about that. <laughs> yep, tofurkey. Uh, no, they have like a, a vegan uh, loaf, I guess, like a, a roast that you yeah. can buy at the store and just put it in the oven. It has like stuffing, but it just has like the meat, um, the meat substitute. A pro- vegetable pro- protein is made out of but it has like the Fine. stuffing and the cranberries and you put the cranberry sauce you make a mean mushroom sauce and some <gasps> vegan mashed Ooh. potatoes and Ooh. oh my god a, a mushroom gravy sounds really so good, good. Yeah, oh my gosh so it sounds awesome well <laughs> and seriously um I, I i i feel like that um that the world has kind of grasped this like non-dairy non-gluten you know, vegan kind of stuff and like really run with it because mm-hmm. when I'm, when I'm like just flipping through Facebook, you know, absentmindedly, there'll be these at like not ads, but just, you know, posts about like, here's how you make the creamiest mac and cheese in a non-dairy way. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Ooh, how do you make non-dairy creamy mac and cheese? And then I read the recipe and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this sounds so good. Or yep. people are making their mac and cheese non-dairy and without gluten and they're using like cauliflower or you you know what I mean and it's just like these recipes sound so interesting to me I haven't cooked in so long and that used to be something that I was so into I used to be so into like finding new recipes and making new things and just really really into that and um I just I, I think that, that that's something that I need to get back into. And I, I'm interested in I'm interested in plant based. That is mm-hmm. that's something that has piqued my interest over the past couple of weeks, maybe because I was talking about it with a friend of mine on the phone the other night because she is um, I have this friend, Christine. She lives in Florida and she is like she has horrible like dietary issues. She's like she can't eat dairy. She can't eat anything like with gluten in it. She's I mean, she just has terrible, a terrible stomach situation. 
And um, you know how sometimes if you talk about something, then your phone like hears you and then you start getting things on. Yes. Facebook. Oh my gosh. How does that happen? I, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's so weird. I kind of like it. Like I kind of like that my phone knows me. Like, yeah. you know, like if I start talking about bras with somebody, then like the next day Facebook starts showing me all these bras and I'm just like, yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, yeah. Facebook knows well it's kind of like bra. a good reminder, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I was talking about, I was talking about all this stuff with her and then Facebook started showing me all of these plant-based things and I was like okay so this is cool um and now I'm talking about it with you so it'll probably show up even more but um but you know it's something that I need to get into because I have been doing intermittent fasting for the past uh six days Mm -hmm. and I am finding that that is what works best for my body like for sure um that that is how I am the most comfortable I do not I I I get very very bloated if I'm mm-hmm. eating all day during the day, like really what I need to do is have like a, like a four hour period during the day where I eat most of my calories mm. and I need to be getting healthy, healthy food in during that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to like break my fast with a hot pocket. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Although sometimes that is just what you need. Like well, sometimes I, well, it's like, you I know, need this to make my I mean, soul happy. You know, if you think about it, like a hot pocket really does cover all the, a lot of the food groups, you know, like you get a carb, you get, a, you get, you get, you get your carb, you get your dairy and you get your, your protein. Like it really does have quite a lot, but there's no vegetables there. So if I would make a vegetable and eat a hot pocket, like it would cover like all the food groups and then have an yeah. apple and I'd be good to go. Cider um, broccoli. Hot yes. Yes. So, you know, I would, it would cover all the things, but it's processed. Like what I'm trying mm-hmm. to do is like, put, put food in my body during that time when I open that, that eating window that is going to like really, really nourish me. Um, so I, I'm thinking about like changing up the way that I eat. Um, so yeah, plant-based, I'm kind of inspired by that. Yeah. Um, And so we we do a lot of the plant-based stuff kind of out of necessity because my kids both are gluten sensitive and they're mm. lactose intolerant. So oh, wow. yes. we don't like, we can't really like, of course, maybe I'll make some chicken or something, but like, I don't cook with dairy ever, mm-hmm. <laughs> like ever. Wow. Right. Right. Um, so you guys, we have come to it. Do you know what time it is? Oh, no. Caitlin, how are you enjoying your subscription to the Yay Day Paper Company? I love it. Since we can't leave the house right now, it's been so nice to have a digital service available for my crafting needs. I feel the same. Anytime I feel the urge to make something new, I I just log into my Yay Day Paper Company account and there's tons of fun ideas there. And because it's a monthly subscription service, they add more stuff every few weeks that I can play with. I never get bored. Yes, and I don't feel like I'm breaking the bank because the monthly cost is so affordable. Plus, if I ever get stuck or feel like I don't know what to do, they have videos, online tutorials, and product guides built into the website, so I always find the help I need. Girl, I have needed those tutorials more than once. So have I, but the learning is what makes it so much fun. I know. And right now, Spiced Chaos listeners can subscribe for less than everyone else. Yes, they can. Use code SPICEDYAY to save $5 off a year-long Yay Day subscription and code SPICEDYAY15 to save 15% off anything in their online shop. That's right. Go sign up 
now, everyone. We're off the page time. So let's run through the currently page before we let Saray go. I'm sure she is like ready to be done with the two of us. No, this was so much fun. (laughs) So let's run down Saray's currently page and see what she is doing right now. So, okay. Saray, what are you reading? What are you reading right now? I'm reading Maud. So it is like a loose, uh, sort of based on the life of um, L.M. Montgomery, so the author of Anne of Green Gables. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think I know this book. Yes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. Are you enjoying it? I am. I am. It's, I, at the beginning, I wasn't sure, but it's kind of like it's it's um, it's getting there. Uh, keeping up with the characters, it's a little challenging for me. So just mm-hmm. fair warning. But just uh, if you if you figure that out, then it's good. <laughs> OK, so it's a biography then. Yeah, it's sort of. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a fictional biography, if that makes sense. <laughs> Fun. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Wow. So, um, you were ready with that answer. Like, you must have. You must have like gotten this. These answers ready. Like, like Uh, you. Um, some of them. Some of them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not usually good at like all these different categories. I have to like think through. Like, what the heck am I doing (laughs) in my life? (laughs) Wow. Well, that that's really fun. Um. So I read all of those Anne of Green Gables and Anne of Avonlea things Mm -hmm. when I was growing up. Did you read them too? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all both. So y'all both did. Did y'all Did y'all watch the thing on Netflix? Anne with an E. Yeah. Oh no, no, I didn't see that that yet. Mm-mm. Um, well, I watched the old movies when I was a kid, mm-hmm. like they, they made, they, they did have them, but I haven't seen the one on Netflix and with an E, but I know that they just recently kind of redid it. So I'm going to have to, Ooh. I'm going to have to check that out. I just haven't had time. Right. Well, I don't have time because I rewatch the Gilmore girls all the time. So I don't have time <laughs> for, you know, watching anything new, but, um, well, no, I loved that stuff growing up. So yeah, I need to pick that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prime, um, uh, video actually had a series too. Um, so I have to watch Anne with a knee. I, I, that's on my to-do list. But uh, Prime did have one too, which was pretty good too. Um, Prime just kind of seeing. Yeah, Prime. Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, they ooh. had a. I think it was like a three episode or a four episode series. Oh, cool! All right. Mm-hmm. Well, um, no, they, we need to keep that alive because um, it was kind of wholesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's one of the I big think. like staples that I remember from my childhood for sure. Yeah, me too. And I, I would like to um, I would like to introduce Hannah to that. Um, oh. Yeah, I would like, because she likes to read, but right now she's reading, like, the dork diaries or something. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Um, it's, I don't feel like she's reading like something. That. Yeah, I want her to read, like, the babysitters. I want her to read the stuff that I read when I was a kid, and when I hand her stuff, she's like, nah. So, <laughs> no, thanks. But, <laughs> yeah. but, see, but, you know, Hannah is a redhead like Anne, and I just feel like that oh, they need yeah. to. Yeah. So, all right. She needs a little Kate? Anne in her life. Okay. Yes, she so does. What's next, Kate? So we've got, what are you planning? What are you planning right now? What are you planning? Um, hmm, Well, I don't know. Planning, like, just some day-to-day things. Uh, We just started recently talking about, I mentioned we haven't taken a real vacation in a long time. So we want to plan a vacation uh, for December. So my father-in-law lives in Florida. He lives in the West Coast. 
Uh, so we want to go visit him, but we want to make a possibly a pit stop at Universal Studios or perhaps Disney. We'll see yeah. how things are. Obviously, keeping uh, COVID in mind, we want to take all the precautions that we can, but we have to plan ahead of time and we would be driving there. So we probably rent like an RV or something, something that we can like maybe sleep in and crash whenever. Uh, so make it mm-hmm. a road trip. That sounds like so much fun. I have always, always, always wanted to rent an RV. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like so much fun. I actually have always wanted to do that too, Leanne. I feel like that is what that's like needs to be our girls' vacation one year. Yes. We need to like yeah. start somewhere and rent an RV and just like drive to several states. <laughs> Maybe yes. not across yes. the country, but like to several states. That's yeah. what we need to do. I think so because I think that it would be so cool to not have to like get out of your car and go into a hotel. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. I think so like too. just have your bed like right there with you and like your little kitchen and everything. And like you have, yes. your t- you know, you have your tunes in the car and like you can listen to your, re- you know, I just, oh, that just sounds like so much fun. Y'all Are we totally... at that age where we want to like start RVing? Yes, we are. Um, I think that's everybody's age because that's cool. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, really? yeah. We're keeping it cool. Don't worry. We're cool, yes. guys. Yes. I'm really a 90-year-old. <laughs> I know. I think I have always been, like, an old woman. Yes. My mom told me when I was little that I would, like, wake up and tell her, like, what was hurting on my body. And, like, <laughs> I was always the kid that wanted to, like, stay home and read books. And so I've always yeah. been, like, a little old lady. <laughs> <laughs> you and I are on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Well, I've just, I've just always been kind of jealous of people that have had an RV that could just get in it and go anywhere they wanted to and didn't have to worry about renting a hotel when they got there. Right. Exactly. Especially with the germs and stuff nowadays. Yes. You know, I have like, heard though that those things will suck up some gas. Like your oh. gas, your gas bill will just be kind of out of control. Well, I uh, no, I'm sure, I'm sure that they're terrible, but Caitlin, maybe we could find like a hybrid one. Yes. Although you're going to have to be in charge of cleaning out the poop catcher because. <laughs> oh, <laughs> My details I haven't thought about. I Ew, know. Isn't there like when you park them at those RV parks, don't pump. you hook them up you to a thing? You have to like hook it up. Uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do that. Okay. I'll hook it up to the poop Because no. I am the kind of person that even when I was changing my kids' diapers, like I would be like looking away, like plugging my nose. <laughs> like I cannot do bodily fluids. See, no, I'm I'm all right. I'm all right with like with poop it's it's vomit that I can't do (laughs) yeah that I mean that's a whole other level but like I just can't (laughs) no no so no I can hook it up to the poop pump but just don't vomit on me please (laughs) okay well I will drink just enough so that I don't vomit on you yes you can cry when you drink all you want to but please don't throw up (laughs) oh jeez I'll I'll rock you and hold you while you're crying but if you throw up on me then we're done like that's it (laughs) (laughs) That's actually how Brian and I met. He brought me a puke bowl when I had had way too many shots of tequila in college. That's like how we met. Is that your tequila story? You always tell me when I talk about story. That's a little. (laughs) You always tell me that like you have this tequila story. I'm gonna have to hear this story because you know tequila is my favorite. Well, I'll tell it on the podcast one of these days. It's a good one. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, okay. So I am not prepared. With what is next? Okay. Um, what are you watching? Ooh, what are you watching? Oh, what am I watching? So I'm not huge on uh, TV shows or, um, 
I love though the series on Prime. I love uh, like the marvelous uh, Mrs. Maisel. <gasps> Ooh, that's a cute uh, show. Yeah, I love because again, I'm an old soul. I love the whole you know costumes and like the 1950s 40s era yeah yes, um yes. so been watching that uh their new season i think comes out in december so i've been watching some of the old ones um youtube videos you know planning videos and of course my go-to when i do watch tv is true crime i love uh forensic files dateline 2020 any of them <laughs> yes leanne is into that too <laughs> yes i do i love that and um, I have not gotten, like, super into The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, but I have watched it um, a couple times. I need to I need to revisit it. Yeah. Um, I like the I like the concept of it. I've seen like I've seen like the first maybe two or three episodes. Mm -hmm. But you can't watch that with your kids in the room. No, no, no. And um, <laughs> I think that I think that that may be why I haven't seen it all is just because um no, I did have, I have had a few weeks here and there where I haven't had my kids at home, but, um, yeah, I just, um, I just haven't gotten all the way there, but I, I like it. And it's won a lot of awards. Oh my like, God. It, yeah. it, it's been winning all Every of the award. awards. And, yeah. um, I love that. Is, is her name Rachel Brosnahan? I think that's yes. her name. The, mm -hmm. the girl who plays her. She is so adorable. Yes. Yep. She um, is the cutest. And I love the, the messaging too, in a way, cause I mean, it's, it's, you know, she's a non-traditional mother trying to yes. figure out her way in a really yes. traditional world yes um, yes and her finding her strength and her voice so I love that yeah that's that's awesome no that's no one has ever said that on the show before no one's ever mentioned that show yeah I that's a that. good one that is a good one yeah well done very yes. good <laughs> gold star for you good job yes. I'm a little odd no no we that's are the oddball no we that's her world okay <laughs> Perfect. So what are you eating right now? Like maybe not right, right this second, but like, is there something that you've been craving or that you've been having a lot? Um, not really. I mean, I guess uh, pizza, we've been having a lot of that. I guess that's, you know, always a staple. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I, I know. I, I lied. Here it is. Uh, it is a uh, summer, a quinoa summer salad with strawberries. And oh my gosh, that sounds bomb. Oh. I have been eating that all summer long. I swear. Oh man, I love it. It's so quinoa. good. I love oh. it. I love. Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Yes. Um. And I think that um, every salad of any kind needs a fruit in it. Yes. yes. I never realized been, that. I've been like, making recently. Yeah, and I've been making so our apples on our apple trees have recently started to become edible. They're like ready, and so I've been cutting up some of the like green apples and putting some lemon and some feta cheese on like spinach oh it's been so good <gasps> oh I love a spinach salad that's my favorite mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> so good so good yeah and this has spinach too so it has like quinoa spinach Ooh. uh red onions uh feta Yum. cheese strawberries and like um uh, a balsamic dressing on top oh my Ooh, gosh that sounds so good that sounds yeah. okay hold on I have to make a note I have to make a note <laughs> of like all of these things that you just said um okay so she's gonna uh, make it today spinach everybody else yep. write this down yeah strawberry. spinach strawberries feta cheese feta. Uh, red onion 
onion yeah oh my and then gosh. you mix like you mix a little olive oil with some um balsamic uh vinegar mm-hmm. and i i chop up like really tiny um some cilantro and, uh, oh you just made it you just made it so much better now when you added that cilantro oh my gosh yes it's so good so good oh, and a little garlic oh. a little kick. Awesome. and cilantro oh my gosh I, yeah, no, make, she's having for lunch. i'm making this today oh my gosh this sounds so good thank you for saying oh my gosh okay all right i got it i got it okay so everybody that's listening knows what spice had for dinner on saturday night <laughs> um okay perfect perfect that sounds and it sounds super healthy like that's gonna definitely Mm -hmm. nourish nourish yes definitely Um, oh I have I'm gonna have to put in an instacart order for all of those ingredients because I don't have anything in my house but hot pockets Um, (laughs) so yes what are you loving right now what are you loving um what I'm loving I guess now the most of all is that just the changing of the seasons here in New England uh, it's starting to get a little cooler this time. It, it's always like it just feels so fresh and just I don't know. It just brings me it just brings me some peace, I guess. So uh, the trees I noticed a tree in front of my yard here is starting to change just a little bit, and I was just oh, that's just the extra hope I needed <laughs> this year. Yeah. So I'm loving just um, the just the the air, the fresh air of. So nice of the fall. Oh, I'm yeah. so jealous because here in Portland, Oregon, it feels like the surface of the sun. We oh. are having like nine. It's going to be 96 next week. And I'm just like, can I just get like 65 and overcast so I can wear my sweaters? Yeah. Please well, I say, that, I say that now. And of course, being New England, you know, today is like 65. Tomorrow could be 102. So who knows? <laughs> Yeah, that's how it is in Portland, too. Yeah. Like, I feel like our weather is pretty similar, except in New England, you guys get more of those cold snaps. You get more snow than we do. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. I even started, like, and inspired me. I went yesterday, I went shopping for, like, fall decorations. And typically, I wait until, like, a little bit after. But I mm-hmm. started decorating already. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we've heard that from a lot of our guests, that they've already started with their fall stuff. And I think people are just cr- it's like we just need yeah. something happy right yes exactly <laughs> comforting so yeah are you gonna do like a difference between your fall and your halloween are you gonna do like fall and then move it to change it to halloween are you gonna leave the are you just gonna do fall and not do anything halloweeny or like do you decorate yeah. for christmas or like how how do you how do you do that do you do you put up spooky stuff too or just hmm. fall or how do you do it <laughs> Yeah, so I I try to like maximize my decor, so try to be functional because you know it can get really out of control sometimes with the decorations. I don't know how even how much money I spent yesterday, so I'm trying to do things on a budget. So I figured like I would decorate for fall and then sprinkle a few things here and there for Halloween, um, and then because fall we could have you know from September all the way through November, and then I put up the Christmas tree on Black Friday. I usually don't Ooh. put it up sooner than that. Um, mm-hmm. And I, although this year, who knows, it's 2020, so everything goes out the window. But <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, so I so I'll do mostly fall, and I'll just sprinkle maybe a couple of things for Halloween here and there, uh, and then take those down, and then leave the other fall decorations up for the rest of the month. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I that's love that. Great. Yeah, we don't have like a ton of like. 
and we live in a townhouse condo too so we can't go too crazy to put stuff out so most of it would be inside the house and you know it we last year because it's such a new complex we didn't even have like kids coming to trick-or-treating so i was eating bags of candy for two months straight oh perfect well, i love that <laughs> yes i am that way too and i feel like that's gonna be what happens this year i feel like we're just gonna buy candy and eat it because yeah. i don't feel like very many people are going to be doing trick-or-treating like are you gonna trick-or-treat with a mask on are people gonna be comfortable with you like touching their door like I don't feel like very many people are gonna be doing that this year yeah I didn't even think of that that's true it's gonna be so different super sad it's super sad because last year on Halloween it rained like torrential downpour and we didn't get to have Mm trick-or-treating so my kids did a Halloween festival at my high school where I work and they got to wear their costumes. And then we did a trunk or treat at a church down the street from my house. So they did some mm-hmm. trick or treating there. So they got plenty of candy, but then they didn't get to trick or treat in our neighborhood like they traditionally do. Mm-hmm. Um, so then for there to be COVID, you know, running around, um, I don't know if there's going to be like traditional trick or treating this year either. So it's just, it's sad for there to be two years in a row where Halloween is kind of like, a question mark? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We actually um, yeah. have a plan. We have a COVID plan for Halloween. So mm-hmm. we're our neighborhood is going to do like a kids Halloween parade. And so mm-hmm. all the kids are going to get to wear their costumes and like just walk through the neighborhood. And our neighborhood, it's not a cul-de-sac, but it's a circle. So mm-hmm. the whole neighborhood is a circle. So you can just walk from one end to the other from your house. Or we'll have a starting point or something. Um, and then the neighbors are going to like toss candy into the street. And then parents are going to pick it up with like gloves on. And then we'll like obviously sanitize. And yeah. I think then we're going to like watch some Halloween movies after that. So oh, I think that's kind of the plan. That's so, so fun. What I'm thinking about doing is like putting a table at the end of the driveway and just putting a bowl with candy on it. Oh, yeah, there you mm. go. Yeah, and you yeah. can even do, like, individually wrapped things so they could, like, sanitize it or whatever. Yeah. yeah, so that, like, they don't have to come all the way to the door. They can just, like, walk down the street and just grab the candy out of the bowl from the street instead of having mm-hmm. to come up to the door. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, because, uh, you know, that that way there's not people, like, ringing the doorbell or touching the door or whatever. Um, and, you know, I'll just go down there occasionally and check it to see how much candy needs to be put in it. Um, so, uh, you know, I guess, I guess we'll just see, I don't, I don't know how it's going to go. Um, but anyway, uh, what's next, Caitlin? We got to, we got to, all right. Moving. Yes. We got to <laughs> keep this moving. We have kept Saray so long. Thanks for being here. I know here. we have. Yes. <laughs> okay. What are you dreaming right now? Oh, uh, hmm. <laughs> um, hmm. I don't know. I load a question in a way. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess, I, I don't know, I guess we're trying to, my husband and I are trying to figure out what's, you know, the next step. Is it, you know, do we, are we going to start a family? Uh, we also have some thoughts of possibly um, a property management business um, that we are thinking of starting as well. So that's definitely taking a lot of time and a lot of dreaming and a lot of uh, planning too to start to think about those kinds of things. But yeah, I think that's mainly what's uh, what's on our mind for now. Oh, that's wow. awesome. I yeah. love that. So if you're dreaming of your, your bigger, your bigger goals right now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I feel like we're both, um, you know, pretty good with our careers and I've been at my job doing that for about five years now. So I'm pretty 
settled with that. Um, one of my goals was to actually get my one of my uh, my HR certification, which I kind of put on pause uh, for last year, and I didn't do the best that I could with that. So maybe I can start to bring that back up and um, follow through on that too. Nice. Oh, nice. I love that. Um, so property management, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that, so that's something that you guys want to do together? Yes. Yeah. So we currently, we do own some, uh, commercial property, Mm -hmm. um, about 20 minutes from where we live. But, uh, one of our goals, uh, for down the road, like one of our, like our retirement plan, and it sounds like crazy thinking about retirement, but we often talk about these long-term goals is to, uh, be able to have, you know, extra income and, you know, owning property and doing that on the side can definitely help with maybe maintain the same uh, or a better lifestyle than we even have today when we retire and we get to enjoy uh, some additional things. And it's something that he can have as well, because, I mean, he, he loves his job, but, you know, he doesn't he doesn't want to do it forever. So he wants to be able to do something on our own. Yes. And then you can buy that RV and travel the whole country. Yes, exactly. That was my <laughs> thing too. I would, I wanted to uh, do an RV when we retire and do like a cross country trip. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. See, and that's, oh, that's perfect. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, and it's so fun like to have that person in your life that you can just sit with and like plan these things and like dream about these things and talk about that stuff. And, um, you know, so that's, that's really cool. Um, so let's get really deep now and have some therapy. And talk about, um, <laughs> that's what I feel like. I'm like, you guys making me think of all these things. Right? <laughs> yes. So, um, well, hopefully, hopefully you'll feel like all cleansed when this is over. So um, <laughs> You're what are you, yes. What are you feeling? What are you feeling right now? How are you, what are you, how are you feeling? I'm feeling, I'm honestly, I, I am feeling overwhelmed. Yeah, uh, I, I am. Yeah. So, oh my goodness, here's the therapy coming out. So, <laughs> yeah, but only because there is a lot of good stuff um, happening. And I think it's naturally, naturally to feel a little overwhelmed with, with all these things. And it's all good things. You know, I just, I have, mm-hmm. I want to be um, just like most of us strive to do, you know, we want to uh, have healthy lifestyle, healthy relationships, healthy connections, and, uh, you know, drink eight ounces, uh, eight sixty four ounces of water a day and trying to accomplish all these things and that it can be a little overwhelming. So I'm trying to, you know, pace myself and figure out my routines and kind of reset myself, especially as we go into this new season, uh, just to see what, what my current priorities are and really focus on that. So, so that I can kind of ease some of the stress that I may be feeling because of all the things that I'm trying to accomplish at the same time, which, you know, there's only so many hours in a day, but as oh, the yes. over, you know, we're, I think as planners, we're overachievers <laughs> by nature. Totally. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's some of that is starting to kick in and I have to kind of tame it. So I 100% relate to that, like trying to balance all of the things, wear all of the hats, like trying to get ourselves set up for school professionally, trying to get our kids set up for school, trying to maintain any kind of social media presence. I have some fun, like, surprises that I'm working on behind the scenes and then maybe trying to relax. I don't know if that even, like, exists anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I totally relate to that. Yeah. I think as as content creators, too, like, I, I find myself to comparing sometimes, you know, myself to others. It's like, am I doing enough? And mm-hmm. it, this has turned into a hobby to like a business in a way. 
um, that I'm, mm-hmm. I want to find my consistency, consistency around that. And I feel like I'm, I'm falling behind. Uh, so that, you know, causes a little bit of stress. So I'm trying to work through some of those things. <laughs> well, and let me just have my own little mini therapy session here and ask y'all, um, have you ever been like, you know, you, you just said, Saray, that like you're overwhelmed because things are good. Mm-hmm. You know, like when, when you're, when there's happy things happening, like you get mm-hmm. overwhelmed when happy things are happening. Um, do you, I almost feel like, like I have happy things that are happening for me right now and I'm almost like afraid of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like I'm afraid of the happy things. Like yeah. surely some, like the shoe is going to drop and something's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's almost like this is 2020, like surely something is going to happen. Like this can't be like now that we've reached September of 2020 and like the year has been a complete roller coaster. And mm-hmm. now that I have finally found like a little nugget of happiness here in this year, mm-hmm. like I feel like I'm overwhelmed by it because I'm worried that it's going to go away. Have y'all ever yeah. felt that way before? Yes. Like, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's normal too, especially after you've been through what you've been through right and and what a lot of us have been through this year alone I mean our worlds have changed so much and more maybe more so for for some folks than for others but yeah um I think it's it's natural and you just have you know we kind of have to accept accept it and I we just take it one day at a time and try to enjoy it you know and you deserve it you know the good stuff that are happening is you know you deserve it so you gotta take it all in And I keep telling myself, you know, just take it one day at a time, like you said, and just, Mm -hmm. you know, just be happy and just enjoy it while it's, while it's here Mm -hmm. and, you know, take the hard stuff and the good stuff and just, you know, work through everything. And, um, it's just, it's really, I think that that's a really interesting thing that you said that you're overwhelmed almost by the good stuff too. And, um, cause you know, we always feel like when you say that you're overwhelmed, that it means bad things. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at times we can be overwhelmed by the positive things in our lives, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, right. you know, and that's that almost sounds like like selfish to say, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed because there's so many good things happening in my yeah. life. And I just yeah. <laughs> like, I just can't handle all these good things. It's like when I when I look at my life as a whole, I'm like, wow, there's really nothing wrong right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so it's just, it's like, how can I just be like coasting along and everything is good? Like, surely there's something, there's got to be something behind me that's about to hop on me that I don't see. (laughs) Um, So, but no, like, I I totally relate to that, like overwhelmed by the good stuff. Um, So no, I I love, I love what you said. Um, All right. What's next, Caitlin? Let's keep this. Okay. We're almost done. One more from me. And then Leanne's going to wrap us up. I am not prepared this time. No memento. Um, <laughs> let's see. Listening. What are you listening to right now? Mm-hmm. Good question. Uh, not much. Just, oh, I, I guess that with the season changing, changing, I love, um, this is the time of year where I do like to kind of slow down a little bit and, um, put some jazz on. So I'll just put like Pandora and listen to some jazz music. And, uh, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I'm not like, I, I would listen to audiobooks from time to time, but I'll go through like stages where I will li- I'll listen to an audiobook. Um, maybe I'm trying to up my reading. So currently I'm 
pretty much just doing like the bare minimum, like one, one book a month, Uh, but I want to up it a little bit more. And I think I, because I don't have that much time to devote to reading too many books, uh, traditional books, maybe I'll do some audio books. So I'll have to explore that a little bit more and start listening to some of that other stuff. But, but that's it. I mean, that's a pretty, uh, pretty standard. (laughs) Nice. I was very hopeful when you said this time of year. And I was like, oh my gosh, is she also listening to Christmas music already? No, no, no. No, not until Black Friday. (laughs) No, Caitlin, nobody's like you. Uh, Megan's plans is listening okay. to it with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Actually, plan with Ronald, Sarah. She's a huge Christmas junkie. So, oh my gosh. I mean, she's been watching Hallmark Christmas movies since July. So yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes, we had Sarah on the show not too long ago, and she. Yes, you guys are you guys are freaks with your Christmas stuff. I don't know what's going on. With don't me. be a hater. <laughs> um, no, I think that um, I think that jazz is perfect for the fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it is because I can just, I just love, I can just see myself like sitting by the window and just like watching all the beautiful fall, like pretty mm-hmm. colors. And yeah, I think that's, I think that's super nice. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Um, okay. So last, and I love that I always get to do this one, Caitlin, because you know, it's my favorite. Um, <laughs> I do know it's your favorite. <laughs> it's, this is my favorite one. Um, because it's just totally me. Um, what are you drinking? <laughs> all right. So what am I drinking? So I'm not, a huge like alcohol drinker but I will drink you know a beer from time to time and my favorite mm-hmm. is has to be the pumpkin ales so yes. uh the other mm. day I um we went uh to check out uh, a, a new restaurant that they're going to be opening in a new development so we did some field work and I got my first pumpkin ale of the season with the the sweet rim on the top and it was just oh it was so good oh my gosh that sounds like heaven I will need to get one of those ASAP yes Yes. you left the house you probably put on pants and I did I put jeans on yes oh my gosh okay so what I would love to do is put on my jeans and like a cute top and some mm-hmm. boots and go out and have a pumpkin and ale with that sugary top. Oh, that mm. sounds so yummy. Oh, yes, it does. Awesome. <laughs> oh, that's so wonderful. Yes. Oh, that's, that's just, that makes the end of this currently page list. Just beautiful. Perfect. That's, yes. <laughs> that is perfect. That is perfect for the, for the September, for September stuff. So thank yes. you for that. That was just, that set the scene. So perfect. Um, well, you have been an amazing guest, and thank you for staying with us for so long. Uh, we just had so much to talk to you about. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's really why we went this long because we just you've been so fun to talk to and so easy to talk to that we just couldn't we just couldn't stop. Um, <laughs> and um, it's been so fun. I, yes, and I have children like outside the door, like <laughs> their little fingers are like coming through the bottom of the door, like that. <laughs> I've I've had kids that have come in and said like can you order me this from Chick-fil-A can you order me this from you know like they're trying to like they're they're desperate to, lunch yeah yes they're desperate to eat they're like desperate for attention and just all these things so um I guess we should probably wrap it up can you um let everybody know one more time where they can find you yes um yes yeah. so you can find me on IG uh at uh, Saray underscore plans uh on YouTube Saray Bailey Etsy, Saray Plans, and Facebook, uh, Saray Plans as well. Perfect. And you guys can find Caitlin at creating in chaos underscore official on Instagram and creating in chaos on 
YouTube. And she also runs around on the Spice Chaos podcast Instagram. And she has some ducks that are laying yeah. eggs, you guys. She is yes. actually getting eggs from her lady ducks. Mm-hmm. They have their own Instagram. It is duckingchaos <laughs> underscore official on Instagram. And she has a teacher Instagram now that is chaos in the classroom. So yep. go check that out for all of your virtual teacher planner. Te- no, not planner. Mm-mm. Yeah, there's some I'm planner just, stuff on there. I'm just saying words now, Caitlin. Just <laughs> well, there words. are some planner stuff on there. Teacher planner. <laughs> I'll just say all the words for your virtual teacher planner needs. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> and um, she also has a Patreon, and um, she's just around. Just yeah. find Caitlin. Just find <laughs> her. Mm-hmm. Doing all the busy things. Yes. Thanks for those plugs. And then you can find Leanne at Spice Plans on Instagram, which we, crossing our fingers, will hope to see her beautiful planner again very soon and youtube um and then you can also find her over on her personal patreon she also has another instagram for her animal crossing stuff which she talked about a little bit um and that's at spiced horizons and you can also find her hanging out at the spice chaos socials as well yes and i thoroughly enjoy chatting with people in the dms on my personal instagram and the spiced chaos podcast dm instagram whatever it is really i'm just saying words (laughs) i'm mixing them all up and everything um and you know i think that the one thing that i can say about not posting on instagram is that i have not been away from my instagram Mm -hmm. so um i think that people will will We'll be able to attest that I have been around. Wouldn't you mm-hmm. say, Caitlin? Yes, you're commenting. Um, apparently, I made a comment that made her cry over on Instagram that she saw like immediately. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I have been around. DMs. Yeah, um, like I said, like I said in last week's minisode, I am lurking. I am, <laughs> I am definitely, I'm like a ghost, like a phantom. Like I am kind of like, <laughs> you know, popping in and out here and there. Um, yes. I just, I'm just not posting. Um, but anyway, Saray, this has been a complete joy. I have loved, we have just loved talking to you and you are just so pleasant and peaceful and calm and lovely and just all the things. Um, and we wish you nothing but the best in this last four months of 2020 and just hope that all of the things that you're planning and dreaming and loving just all come true. And, um, just thank you so much for being on our show. Um, yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank yes, you. It, it was so much it, fun. <laughs> well, we're glad that you had fun because I know we did. And um, everybody out there listening, um, please go follow Saray if you're not already following her because her page is beautiful, um, especially if you are a Daily Duo user because she really kills it with that Daily Duo. Um, and yeah, everybody just have a wonderful, wonderful week. I know that it is Monday and it is Labor Day. So if you are off today, um, enjoy your day off. Um, if you're not, um, I'm really sorry. Um, you should be, (laughs) you should be off. Um, Right. (laughs) You should totally be off today. Um, but yeah, enjoy your week and we will talk to you guys in the next one. Bye friends. Bye. Bye.